0: Does it sound good? So you wanted yeah. about a fist yeah. away.
1: Fist what's, away? What's fist up? Away? Hey, guys, what's we're like, starting now.
0: Oh, we're this on. Is, this is Patrick. You already mm. fucking know that. I don't know why I'm saying that. With the Learning to Lose podcast, we have Billy.
2: Billy.
0: Um, our, our co-host, our very own. And we have Hamish. The Illusion. The Illusion. Yeah. Like... He's a fucking Malibu legend, bro. I've actually been trying to like do some shit with you for a while since I saw you at Agenda that week, remember? Yeah. I think I was going to do a Local Legends on you. You were. Yeah. I didn't make the cut. Well, dude. (laughs) I love the Local Legends thing. Well, I mean, bro, Vice straight up took it, and they're just doing it. So my, my first local legends I posted five years ago. Yeah, Vice just made a whole series on it uh, about a year or two ago. They interviewed the drummer and they got the guy. No, chorus. no, they and have the their own. Thing. They did their own local legend series. About uh. every town has a local legend, so they just did it. It wasn't like I'm not saying they took my idea. I think it's not the craziest idea to think about, but we did. I don't know. Who knows what happened? They're pirates. They probably saw it. I don't know. Right. You, 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 you can think like that way, but I don't know. I mean, cause I have a similar situation. The hundredth monkey though. They probably thought everyone thought
1: of it at the same time. Yeah,
0: Yeah. That's what I think. Cause I was also in this group called hyper crush and we, you know, the black eyed peas did a song that sounded a lot like ours. And like a lot of people were sort of jumping on the electronic pop movement and a lot of people would be like, oh, they stole your... Uh, and I'm just... I I don't know. I, I don't want to be that guy. I'm with It's like you. everyone's you. taking my sh- ideas. <laughs> 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 like I'm not going to... I don't want to do the victim thing, right? I want to just keep it moving. So now our thing is learning to lose. That's it. Well, if you can't, if you can't lose, you can't win.
2: Yeah.
0: How long, is,
2: how long has illusion been going on? I've been doing the... Uh, I've
1: been the illusion since... Uh, since the November
0: 2010. That's amazing. Let me interrupt you. 2010. So, what's your handle so everyone can f- can see you on Instagram?
1: If you go to Instagram, I I am Malibu Illusion on, on Instagram. Uh, a hundred and I, I, I about yeah, 110 something That's like that. I'm about. I've, lo- I've lost some over the last couple of oh, months. This is- just off yeah you turned it off yeah so you've been at it for a decade i've been at it for a decade hold
0: up though this fool has over a
1: Bro,
0: let me just fucking give it up i'm not gonna lie bro youtube (laughs) let me just say youtube is a motherfucker yeah it's a tough game so will you just give me a tip give me some tips bro consistency
1: uh you're, you're, kind of why I think, uh, I'm over here and what, what, how I ended up here is you've got it is, um, there, there's my, my avatar. Thank you, um, sir. it's, it's honesty and, and I do the one thing that I've never conformed to what is the, uh, the current thing. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I love that. I just, I, do I just either. do
1: what I do yeah and I don't do edits. I don't do jump cuts if I have something to say stay say I'm willing to stick my foot in my mouth and and roll through it so if I but I also do a lot of I would say I don't my thing that's kind of kept me going is I stay diverse I don't just do like talking I also I also review books and movies thousand
0: cut my cut my hair I swear I want to say I remember when you had 20k.
1: I blew, it's, it's interesting. I I don't want
0: to say that was like a year
1: or two ago. It was like, I stuck it, I stuck it like 25,000 for like five years. What? Yeah. And then, and then it's really weird. I, uh, I was sitting at the beach and I was like, I'm going to manifest some stuff. And I made a video about manifesting. I was like, I'm going to get, I want the play button. I want to get the play button, dude. I I just want for just as a goal to, to manifest towards, wait, what's the play button The the YouTube play
0: button when you get a hundred thousand. Oh my God. I want it so bad. I want the plaque. I want dude. It's such a, so it's such a goal of mine. So it's
1: real interesting. I made, I sat at the beach. I made a video about what I wanted to manifest into my future. Right. And, And one of them was, I want to get the the play button and that, and a month later, my bowl cut video got recirculated again. And I got like 50,000 subscribers, like in like a one month, in a one month period. Hold on. Hold on. When did you
0: post the bowl cut
1: video? I posted the bowl cut video in 2011.
0: And then it got how many views?
1: So when I, so my, my, how it all happened if I go into like, how Mike, it,
0: Mikey or somebody, can you just pull this video up?
1: The bowl cut maintenance?
0: Just bowl cut maintenance. Well, what's interesting. So uh, the uh, illusion, just type in illusion bowl cut maintenance, right? And so yeah. did you
1: repost it? No. It just the algorithm. Went. The algorithm did it. Well, wow. what's, the interesting thing about the, uh, the bowl cut video is I had made it. I had made it, and it was a sleeper for two years, and then Tosh called me in to do uh, Tosh.0 oh, about it. And Tosh was super cool to me and gave me like a, uh, a really like unprecedented, non-ass-kicking 10 minutes of, of Tosh.0. Oh. I mean, this is- and then, so that, but, but, what's interesting is that's what got me from like five thousand to the twenty five thousand, and then, right. then it, then I just did me, and I would get bumps here and there on various things. Like I tapped into the I mean, fish.
2: To turn it down a little.
1: I tapped into the fish thing for a while.
2: Yeah, I remember him like this. I saw him right. share. So,
0: so what is the bowl cut video? It's just me cutting my hair. It was just me like... But, but so you're already doing YouTube. At, the, at this point, you have 5,000 subs and you're like doing YouTube. Or are you just fucking around? I'm, uh, all right. So,
1: so that the story of how I get this is you'll appreciate this. And you it's guys will appreciate this. Thing. So I was... I was, uh, I was uh, about 11 months sober you, you
0: got to take this off hold on a second okay um,
2: okay yeah, we, he's
0: got a bad add
2: well, we have so you know.
0: norma here norma. And, and norma still has the plastic on her phone no way so norma. So, so so apple makes i just we're going to get right back to this i yeah. just people get these iPhones right they're expensive and they're um, amazing right but apple put so much into making that glass what it is. So don't block it with plastic. Use that glass. Touch that glass. I'm with you.
2: I, no. He's he's, got- his
0: phone is... Ru- he's, he literally has not been able to enjoy his phone for the
1: full
2: oh, potential. Look, she, she,
0: are you going to do it? I don't know. I right. just do you feel
3: comfortable? phone. <laughs> Get oh, rid I of that. Her and, have and, for-
0: enjoy the glass. Your case will protect it. And you know that glass is not... That glass is, is, is like... It will stay amazing forever. Well, you can buy it. uh, You don't need to protect
1: it. Well, I
3: had a phone for like, I had this phone for like two years before I got this one. And it cracked. The entire screen cracked.
1: I've had that one for a couple, like a year now. And I'm a a skater. Let me see. It's pretty good. No scratches. Oh,
0: yeah. No, you just need to have the right case, which you do. That case will protect your phone from cracking. And if it does crack, just go get it fixed. I'll pay for it. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty. Once you now that you're in the fucking learning to lose like crew, like I'm. I just bought (laughs) him a phone. I just bought three people brand new phones, and that's actually my phone too. I should
3: have waited. No, no, no. (laughs) uh,
0: But like, yo, I just the phone. This is. I finally went and got a new one. But Um, this is like everything. Like, could you imagine not being able to? It's everything. Okay, so we got our plastic off. Continue.
1: Uh, oh, oh, how, so, so this is how I get started on YouTube and it's a total, uh, all, like you guys will appreciate it. So I was 11 months, I was 11 months sober. I was working a, constr- I had at six months sober. I was Joe Shaughnessy, you know, Joe, I was, I was crazy. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with my like life? And I was like, that day he picked me up and I was like, I, I was 40 at the time. And I was like, you can join the Marines. I'm going to join the Marines. He's like, well, Hold yeah. on. I just want
0: to go back real quick. Um, Hamish was 40 when he started his YouTube career. Yeah. Yeah. 40. Okay. So for anybody listening, that's inspirational. Yeah. It's never too late. I just want to pause on that for a second. Okay. Because Gary V talks about this a lot and I'm 37 and I feel like um, it's a wrap. And it's just not. If you had asked me at
1: 39 years of age, if you'd asked me when I turned 40, actually, I was convinced my life was over, right. that I was never going to find happiness, love, and that my athletic surfing and skating was done and life was over. I, get, I, I had the miracle of desperation. I get sober. The first year was, was a, a war zone. Six months into it, I'm with my buddy, Joe, and uh, my, my sponsor, my guy who saved my life, who found me drunk in front of a liquor store. I'm in the car with him. I go, I, go, I want to join the Marines, dude. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, I've noticed some people have done that. And, you know, you can do what you want. I'll drive you up there right now. But I, I, I don't think you should do that. But you can. And I go, well, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And he's like, you know what you need to do? And I go, "What?" He's like, "You just need to be patient." And I go, "Patience? But like what the foreign concept to me at 40 years of age is what is patience?" And he's he's like, "Just let life happen and God will give you the 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 mission when the time is right." And I'm like, "All right, dude. Move us that was in July of 2010. Move me to November. I'm 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 living in my this little trailer my friend had given me. I'm working construction, and everybody on my job crew is loaded one way or the other. I'm a solo sober guy at the job crew. I'm, I'm living at this, this trailer with, with one electrical cord, no bathroom, no nothing. I'm showering at the Zuma Beach. I'm doing that. I'm staying sober. I'm gung-ho guy. I call up my sponsor, and I go, dude, I don't want to work at this job anymore everyone's loaded I almost, this guy almost knocked me off the scaffolding But and, and my buddy my buddy's like well then you shouldn't work I go well I don't want to get blackballed because it was all the boys in Malibu's pretty tight knit construction world and what was the we were building a house down at
0: w- was it for Skyler
1: no 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 you know Skyler and, oh yeah yeah
0: and you know John or Sicky Dicky. oh yeah all those guys or you know uh, what, what's the other guy John Jonathan or, Hildebrand yeah yeah, Hilde, Sicky, yeah that's my boy dude yeah Sorry. So, uh, hold on a second real quick. Do you remember hyper crush? Sicky Dicky, the shows they put on with us. I
1: was so loaded back then. Mm -hmm. I've, I don't remember much. You probably were at. Like, I was probably causing trouble at the show. At the show. At the Malibu Inn. Yeah.
0: So we played a lot at the Malibu Inn.
1: Yeah. Was nice. I, was, I was probably no doubt like getting kicked out or something yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Because that was sort of my MMO. We, we, we,
0: we started playing at the Malibu Inn with this, with this promotion, with these two promoters. Skyler. Yeah. Skyler was in, he was an electrician.
1: Yes, he is and an electrician became and the, became the mayor. The and,
0: mayor of Malibu. But this guy would book, up, he was a promoter and, and he booked us and LMFAO would open for us and we got them like their first shows at the Malibu Inn and then interesting. They fucking blew up. But um, so yeah, so, so yeah, in Malibu it's very so, so clicky. So, so like so you I'm, think it's clicky out here so in Malibu.
1: I'm a sober guy working with all these dudes. Well, the, one of the dudes at the job had been sober once, my friend Billy. And uh, Billy was this young young, uh, El Salvadorian adopted kid who had all the carpentry skills that anyone could ever desire was a master at it, but he had no like self esteem or whatever. And we used to, he, when we showed up at this, met at this job, he was like, I'm going to get you loaded before this job's over. And I was like, well, I'm going to get you sober before this job's over. And we were just work together every day. And he always looked out for me, man. Billy was like had the most loving, giving heart ever. So his own life was melting down around him every day. He'd be like, "How you doing? Do you need a shower? Do you want to come by my place? Do you want to camp on my property?" Because I was, I didn't have a home then. You know, I was sober guy with nothing. And, and
0: he wasn't sober.
1: No, he wasn't. But he had got he had been sober, so he knew what I was up against. But, but and, so, but, but was he? Well, this is where you. This is just. So so as. So as, uh, do you keep, want me to wait? No, no keep okay. going. Keep going. So as, as, <laughs> as, as Billy and I are working together, he begins to, to come around to, to wanting to be sober again. Cause he had two kids at the time. And I was like, dude, why aren't you should be the sober guy. I got nothing. You should be the sober guy. You got all the skills. I'm a late bloomer at this. Like I'm not that good at carpentry. Do your thing. And, and he was, he, Right at the end, he was like, all right, man, I got to go serve 30 days in jail. He's like, will you give me a ride down to jail? And I'm like, I will give you a ride to jail if we can do a meeting on the way to jail. And he's like, yes, I want to get sober. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to be that's going to be my first 30 days is in jail. We're going to go to a meeting on the way. Well, that there was some stuff going on in his life that 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 right then. So I at the same time I like didn't want to be on this job and my sponsors like you're going to stay on this job because your primary purpose is to help Billy get sober like I wanted to quit cuz it was dangerous and it was everyone was loaded and I was afraid of getting hurt on the job and he's like your primary purpose is to stay on this job to to help Billy get sober and I'm like all right man I'm going to stay on this job to get Billy sober I hung up the phone with Joe and and my friend Matt called me and he's like Billy's died on his motorcycle drunk in front of our house, dude. Like he's dead, like just like that. And I'm like, I, I'm like, Oh my God. So I call up my sponsor and I'm like, dude, Billy just died on a motorcycle drunk. And my sponsor screams to the phone. He's like, did you get the message? Did you get the message? He's screaming at me. Billy died to deliver you a message. Did you get it? And I was like, Oh, uh, and so I went and I sat and I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, what was the message that Billy was was giving me at the time?" You have to understand, I'm like a hermit by nature; like I'm not an outward guy.
2: Really, you don't? You seem like
1: yeah. You. Well, well. So Billy was the most loving human being I've ever like known, and I was like, "All right, I have to like give of myself. I have to open myself up and be." loving to that to to people like he was to me he had no need to do what he did for me he just he was that dude and I was like I I I need to do what he's he does I need to emulate his life to honor his life and uh like three days later I was all bummed out about the thing and I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about Billy and I I pray to God I'm like God I don't want to spend another night up thinking about Billy and the whole thing and and I fall asleep and, and like like a sign from God, it, it's just wake up and it, it's like, put all your money on blue and get a laptop. And I'm like, all right. And you have to understand up at this point, like I hadn't had a laptop in like five or six years because I was paranoid about the government and the, the whole thing. I didn't want anything to do with technology. So I call up this this dude who I I'd known who was sober and I was like hey man can he was at like due to new technology I was like hey I need to get a laptop I got like 600 bucks saved up and he's like all right call meet me down at the Best Buy and we'll we'll dial you in and I end up getting this blue Dell laptop and uh I go home that night with the new laptop and I open it up and I hadn't had one with the camera on it so I make my very first video and it says do you want to upload it to Facebook and I'm like, yeah. And it's like, well, you got to do it via YouTube. And I made it my YouTube account right then and there. And I uploaded video number one that night. And that starts my whole YouTube career. And so the weird thing about it is I did it in honor of Billy. And then as it's moved through the, on the backside of my YouTube channel, I don't really like, I didn't used to go out of my way to talk about sobriety or anything like that the first eight years, let's say. But people would figure out from my phrases and stuff that I would say and how I was living my life that I was sober. And they would get a hold of me via my email. I'm super open about it. They would get a hold of me and be like, "Are you, you're a sober guy, aren't you? And they'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, we helped me get sober. And like I've gotten like tons of people sober via YouTube on the back channel. And it's all, it's all this... For this dude Billy man, like like he's the he's the reason I make YouTube videos in a, in the like ultimate way is to honor this dude's life.
2: Wow, what a transformation! Because you're saying that you used to be a hermit like me, real oh, yeah. quiet, and uh, now you're outgoing. And so many times you try to help people. So many people have tried to help me before I was ready, and they just take and they don't get anywhere. But it's so inspiring when you someone like you takes takes it and goes somewhere with it and improves. You know what I mean? Like the underdog finally steps up. And, you know, because you're a different person today. So I always love hearing those stories where shit goes down, and, but something good comes out of it, right? It's, yeah. Uh,
1: well, it was, th- it was also that thing as like, because where I was in my life, I was early sobriety. I was isolated by my very nature. So I used to just make this daily video very for cathartic reasons. There was mm. no one watching them. I would just make them and post them on Facebook. Oh, I see. had no following. I had no reason to make them. I would oh, just make them. So it was them.
2: like your way of being social kind of or something. It was
1: just my like, it was like this video diary or something. Cause I was a writer. I had written, like I wrote a novel and I was a a a, a pretty prolific like daily writer And then this YouTube thing happened, and I was like, all right, I can make my daily little chat. And then I kind of was getting sober with these 19-year-old punker kids, and they had this band called Run Man. And I used to go film, be the filmer, and post that on my YouTube channel of these punk, these sober kids who were punkers, and I would hang with them. So I was like 40 at the time. I was hanging out with, they were 17 at the time. They were seventeen. They had a punk rock band, and I used to just hang out with these kids. And, and they drink. were all sober. They were getting sober. I met. It was Dalton, Sam McGee, and uh, and Bo. Bo, Bo wasn't getting it. sober, Ridge, but but Major we were reserve, uh, we were we were doing. So this is just logging road.
0: Fifteen minutes.
1: You know, I'm in a forest that has fully recovered from the uh, yeah the abuses of Mankind. (laughs) Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you get that. Yeah,
0: so eight hours ago, I'm just looking at... I
1: made that video Sunday afternoon. How how
0: fucking crazy is it? So this this makes me feel a little bit better about my channel because you're getting, you know, a thousand views on, like, all these videos. Six hundred, five... I mean, that one has... That one has 600 views. Like, you know, Ocean... And then... Yeah but you're posting, whoa, you're posting like two or three a day.
1: Sometimes that was, that was yesterday because I was just I've had a, I had a little bit of Wi-Fi problem, so I was trying to see if what was going on, so I ended up posting some stuff.: Generally,:
0: 2,000, 5,000? It all depends.: 2,000.: Yeah, but, but, but my, no, but my point is that you have 100 he has 100,000 subscribers.
2: Yeah, what do you have?:
0: How the fuck are you not getting at least? 5,000 on every 10 000. I mean it doesn't make sense if there's a hundred thousand people that's the algorithm that's what I'm talking well, you, you, about it's well,
1: fucked up dude. well no it's it, like you got to also understand is like the, the way I do it there's people that 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 watch are the that come for the bowl cut maintenance thing that's my that's my my fishing net. If so those get like, they'll get in there. They'll, they'll come for the bowl cut maintenance. Th- and then you have the, the skateboarding demographic. So I do a lot of interviews with skaters. But- or I'll make skate videos. I do a live stream at Venice every Thursday where I just let the camera record skateboarding. Then I also have my son. So he's a whole thing. Like we'll make crafting videos or I'll, I'll make salsa. Like I, I made a bulletproof coffee. One day and I
0: like three years ago and I, it went viral. I made what's that? How many views? I don't even know. But let me ask you this. How much you, do you mind telling me like what you're making every month? Or is that like a,
1: if, if you're in, into YouTube on the front, there's no money in it. There's, the only reason you monetize your channel is for the algorithm to get it to circulate because if it doesn't monetize, the algorithm won't send it out.
0: Oh, really? There's no
1: money in AdSense. It's How I make my money is live streaming and selling oh. t-shirts and So stickers. how do you
0: make money live streaming?
1: So when I have my live streaming go, my, my fan base can put money right into the live chat. Well, so why aren't we doing that? You have to earn it. Ooh. By, by
0: doing live streams.
1: No, it's, they, they've changed it. See, when I started out YouTube ten almost 11 years ago, it was it was easy.
0: Okay, but you're just, basically what you're saying is that if we just keep live streaming, well, eventually they, they, eventually there will be a
1: button to donate. This is how it works. They've changed it over the last couple of years. Because I have a Lego channel that I do where I just review Lego sets. Like I just do Legos on the side. Like that's one of my... New passions I get to relive because I have a five year old
0: child. What's that channel?
1: Um, it's uh, Alan Hamish's Construction, I believe. And it's just me and my son. I'll just do live streams where I just, there's no one, I have like a thousand subscribers. Right. But so, but I'm trying to get it monetized so it gets out so I get into the Lego sphere so I can get on the, uh, the, the, the Lego thing where they send you Lego sets. It's my big goal. Mm. But it, it's really, it's really just. It's my meditation channel, if you will. So I, I, so my live streams can get pretty sassy sometimes about like what's going on in the world, but they'll also be very heartfelt. Sometimes I'll just talk about like life and my garden on,
0: on your Malibu Illusion channel.
1: Yeah. So and you'll make. Life. So, but then I'll go to my my Lego channels for my fan base that we don't talk about anything but like Legos. Like, like, and vanilla stuff, super vanilla. Because I'll get super fired up about
0: stuff on my other channel. It's like free fire zone. So, like, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, like, uh, how much are you making altogether on the live streams? And the so, if
1: things? I, if I, well, it's it's again, it's it's a couple like, hundred here, a couple hundred Again, here. it's 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 so hit or miss. Is is sometimes I'll be I'll be there and someone will drop four hundred bucks in there. Whoa. Dude. Sometimes I won't make anything. So, it's, but it's
0: a little it's, extra it's, cash. That's, it's fishing.
1: Yeah. Where 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 the consistency comes in is is again is merch. Like like oh. I have my I have my t shirts and my hats. Hold on like, a second.
0: Max made merch for him yeah. I know. at my studio. Oh, really? He, I like basically, we, we basically had to show him how to make the merch, mm. <laughs> how to make the, how to use Photoshop. Was Max,
1: Max was my merch guy. And then, uh, that we had a good, we had a good thing going on. Then he, then he had to go do his own thing.
0: But so, okay.
1: I, I, it, it definitely was a struggle cause I was, see the, so, so this is how I operate my thing. A, I'm open source. So anyone who's listening out there, you can take any of my content on Instagram, wherever you find my content, and you can freely do what you want with it. All I ask is you don't use it for hate or degrading people. But if you want to make edits and do things, I don't care if you want to use it to promote your thing. I just ask you you circle back around down the line and take care of those. So, so my whole thing is like, I'm a create, I create stuff. I'm an artist. I, 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 write, I create, I don't know how to market myself. I don't do that. So when Max came to me and was like, Hey, I was like, dude, let's, that's your dream thing. Like you, you do it. I don't, I'm not in it that for the money. So we split that like right down the middle. Cause it was like his thing. Like. I, I don't, but now, but then it was like to keep the ball rolling. I had to kind of figure that one out, but it's, it's pretty, I'm, ter- all right, I'll tell you what I could have, I could get the, the other, the gold play button, but I'm terrible at what I do. I, I'll be honest with it. I don't, I, I don't follow the rules. A, I don't tag any of my videos. A, I don't promote anything I do. I don't do any of the conventional. Do you use hashtags? I don't do any of that stuff. I just make a
0: video and I post it. That's all I do. <laughs> Bro, you're like because I don't I, no because all, I all you have to do is hashtag I don't know a couple things. But, but
1: again, this is this is the dude who's been to to, to 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 I've been to William Morris. I've I've had all these things, and people just don't get what this. I so I went in and and had a dude who was a viewer get a hold of me and go hey. I want to come talk to you about doing a show. And I was like, all right. He's like, I want to do a show with you. Because I got, I got ideas. I got lots of ideas. So he was like, all right. And he we went and did the show. And he went and pitched it to his boss, right? And this is like one of my people. And he was like, he went and pitched it to his Hollywood people. And they were like, it's too positive, man. There's no conflict. What's the conflict? It's too positive. So this dude came back to me. And he's like, look, dude. You're onto something because people want positive content, and uh, he's like, "You're gonna have to reinvent. You're gonna have to build your own spaceship, essentially." And I was like, "Well, I just make stuff. I don't. That's not what I do. I don't. If If I'm gonna figure out how to make t-shirts, then I'm gonna. Then I do. That's a different career. I, it's gonna take for my content making. You know what I mean? Like I give it my all. So I can't. I don't know this other stuff because not because I don't want to. It's just that that's not what I do. So I don't know how to market myself because I'm not a marketing guy. I'm not a talent agent, so I don't know how to go book things. I run into some, some pro skater somewhere. I go, hey, you want to do an interview? And they're like, of course, illusion. Like, I'll do an interview. So, so I, this dude told me to make my own show. I, two years go by, and this dude gets a hold of me, another one of my viewers. is like, dude, I got, I got a show I want to do, dude. And I was like, all right, let's meet. And, he's, and they put together the, a camera guy, a sound guy, and this dude was an editor, and we did five episodes of The Illusion Spaceship Earth. And, and what I am is a black box guy. So when you ask me, do you want to do a podcast, the fact that I don't know anything about this, that's how I operate. That's my comfort zone. The more I know, the, the worse I do. So the, the basic premise of this show was that they would take me to conventions and and be like, here's the convention. I wouldn't know what the convention was, and mm-hmm. I would show up at the door and go explore it. Sort of like, who was the ah? We used to the, the, the guy who used to do it. So I would go explore these shows. Kyle Mooney. No, it's uh. Kyle, no, Kyle Mooney bit on, but bid on Hugh 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 Hauser. Hugh Houser was a big fan of mine growing up. And for those of you who don't know, Hugh Hauser was a public access guy who did all these great.
2: Wasn't it? California Gold or something. yeah, yeah yeah,
1: California gold with Hugh Hauser, so that my thing was was b- before the I was before all the Kyle Moody doing this stuff where I was so I went to like I went and learned to pole dance one day I went and well I learned to pole dance, I went to the knitting convention, I went to the Pirates convention uh, we did five episodes was it fun it's the, the greatest time ever, but why it was fun is because. It was their dream. I was just a player in their dream. That's mm. what was cool about it. I I live in myself 24 hours a day. I, I am, all I want is someone else to be like, hey, dude, this is what I want to do. Will you be part of my dream? <laughs> yeah, I'll be. So when you're like, hey, do you want, I go, dude, I'd love to be part of your dream, Pat. I'd love to be part of your dream. Heck yeah, because I live in my own dream. All day long, and self can't reveal self to self, dude. I'm stuck in here, and I don't know what I got, don't have,
2: I don't know. But well, I- let's
0: uh, let, let's 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 go there a little bit. Then. Okay, let's go. Okay,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. Okay. Yeah,
0: I, I, I want to get to some learning to lose stuff, and um, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, that's because that's what it's
0: all, and maybe a little bit about the meeting, but I guess uh, so. I just want to touch on. This is kind of a crazy thing, because Norma is here, and she... Uh, can you just talk a little bit about how, why you're here and what you're doing? Yeah, let's hear from Norma.
3: Yeah, um, so so I found Pat on TikTok, like, at the beginning of quarantine, um, and I... So
0: I've, you can pull that closer to you, or however you want to do it, yeah?
3: Did I sound good? No,
0: you're good. Yeah? You sound cool. great, actually. Cool. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, so I, I found him through TikTok, um, and I actually have, like, reached out to him through, like uh, tick um, through Instagram, through email. So I tried different things. Um, but essentially like I suffer from like really bad anxiety and like, just like this, like paralyzing fear of doing really anything. Um, and so with this cold COVID thing, um, I decided to kind of go out of my comfort zone and, um, train for an Ironman. Wow. Yeah. Which is like insane. Um, because I've never, I've done a marathon before, but I've never done anything like that requires that much, I guess, um, like work. Um,
0: so can can you talk a little bit about like, I want to talk more about that too, by the way, but I'm just curious, like how, what, why did you start messaging, uh, us or me? Like, what Uh, did you see? I'm just curious what the process was of you. What would you remember the first thing you saw?
3: Um, I, It was some, it was one of your like early, early videos where you started talking just about like, like how many years you were sober. Uh Um, but was I just
0: like sitting here in this chair, like with my shirt off with like a mohawk talking about sobriety?
3: No, I think you had like pink hair. Uh huh. You had the pink hair when I started watching you. No, it's
0: funny with the, with the, (laughs) I, I feel like in the beginning, the, the loudness of my look like got people to be like, wait, what? Like, it gives people a little bit of an extra, like, all right, let me hear what this idiot's talking about. Because he looks, like, insane.
3: Yeah, and it's really interesting because you're right. Like, when I started watching your videos, I was like, doesn't connect, like, your, you know, like, your message with, like, just, like, the pink hair and, like, you know, everything. (laughs) This is is exciting
0: for me, honestly, because, like, this is kind of one of the first times... I've actually had somebody who like has been following me come and tell me that like this vision that I've had is like working on, like it worked for her. And I sort of, I've been trying to figure out why it's resonating. And I think that's what it is, is you don't normally hear a guy that looks and sounds like me talking about the shit that I'm talking about.
3: Yeah, 100%. And then like we were talking earlier about like, just the way that you specifically go about talking about like alcoholism um it's like really interesting because the way that anxiety like just kind of takes over your brain and like constantly having these thoughts that like um either paralyze you with fear like me or maybe like make you stop yourself from doing different things um i feel it's like really similar to like the way alcoholic like alcoholics feel like like, yeah, it's just, all
0: it's all the human, yeah, struggle. And then, do you follow Billy?
3: I do follow Billy. Wh- yes. wh- when did
0: you get hip to Billy?
3: Um, well, when he started his TikTok, because you would go on there and say like, "Oh, he doesn't want to post," right. and then I noticed that you started posting more.
2: This is cool because she's like, but "He tells me I need to post three times a day," <laughs> and
0: you, he's been crushing it. You, you got this. Like,
2: you're good now.
0: Like, I kind of, he's kind of his own. I guess. What is that? Like, you you know i taught him really i taught him to fish and now he's fishing
3: yeah and it's so
2: interesting i don't really edit or anything i just try to make it one minute if it goes over i just cut
3: that end off or whatever
0: and that's fine and that's great
3: and it's so interesting because it's so juxtaposed like when you go on um on pat's tiktok versus when you go on billy's tiktok it's like completely different vibes uh, yeah
2: I love that, but it's also... What is your handle so I can follow you?
3: Um, it's Norms12 with oh, two Zs.
2: Norms with 12, okay, yeah. with Zs.
0: Just hang around here for a couple months and you'll be at... <laughs> your shit's going to grow. It's really cool. I'm, I get excited to help people grow who I think deserve to be talking. Well,
1: You know what's cool is I did a big, big talk on my, my thing about exactly what you're doing. And it, talking to people about that, this is the time to get out of the comfort zone, go after your dreams, mm. and and how accessible the world is now in this new age. Like you literally like reached out, and here you are, and you're doing this. You're not. I, you don't. It's funny how right you. It's
3: insane. Yeah. Yeah. it's a well, no, I missed that part.
2: So you don't know anybody. You no, just no.
0: bro. She's.
2: <laughs> found us through tiktok that's why she's how did here. she end up here though
0: because i'm looking for help oh so and she hit your me, address? she hit me on like i mean we have literally hundreds of people trying to which is a blessing i'm so grateful i can't even fucking believe it but she hit me with her linkedin oh and she hit me on linkedin
3: well because i watched this video with where it was you and Veronica and you were like, I guess I have to start looking for people on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I Yo. think it was like a story on your Instagram because it wasn't like a video because I tried looking back on it, um, but I couldn't find it. So I think it was just an Instagram so story. So he,
0: here's here's really all it comes down to is she's just one of a lot of different people that we I don't know. I guess you could just say we kind of just picked her because I, I, I don't know. I just I, I don't know why. I just picked her because she wanted to be here. Yeah, man. And now no, she's, you didn't, now you, she's, you, did.
1: you, you made that's it happen, right? Man. You didn't, you didn't, create, you didn't, I mean, we could definitely you didn't stop lot. at the first, there could be a lot of people, uh, the email didn't right. answered or whatever. She's, You're like, I got a good. mission and this dude's part of
0: it. And here you are. I, I think that's, oh, yeah. that's, you know what it is though? It's like, you know, if you just send me a message, it might not, But if you're persistent and then you hit me on LinkedIn also, like she hit me with like a whole resin. I don't even know what it said. I I didn't even care. All I knew is that it looked like you were trying, you really were trying. And what I actually know, I take that back. I do remember what it said. First of all, she was local. That was a big thing. That's always the biggest thing because most people are not even in this state. So it's like going to be a, tricky, you know, so she was local, and she sounded like she had her shit together, so
2: you edit is there you have experience with that or are you
3: i don't so i I've worked for startups before um right now, I work in like transportation industry, so it has really nothing to do with
0: but but what did you say in your resume? It said that you graduated from
3: yeah i I graduated from like Whittier college, I have a bachelor's of arts in English. Um, and then I have administrative experience. Okay, so. so
0: all that shit was, like, kind of impressive to me. And I think what we need right now isn't really, like, so much an editor as it is someone who, like, is a – who believes in the cause and is just kind of willing to just do whatever and, and they're ready to, like, learn about new things, which seemed like what you were
3: – Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah.
0: like, And if you're smart, you're going to be, like – you're not going to be, like – Oh, fuck this. I don't want to edit. If you're smart, you're going to be like, oh, cool. Well, let me learn this. This could help me. I think everyone should know how to edit.
3: Yeah. And I think it's always good to learn like new skills and kind of get out of your comfort zone and try something new. Like you said, like um, right now is like the perfect time to just learn something new and get out of your comfort zone. And just, like So, so, push.
0: so what, what, what I'd like to do if you're down, is I'd like to start, like, right now. I- have you talked about your journey with the Iron Man thing?
3: Like, on my yeah. Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, like, I post about it all the time. Okay, that's yeah. great.
0: But what about your TikTok? You're not really big on TikTok. No,
3: so I initially, when the quarantine started, I started doing, I was going out to a lot of hikes and, like, just going out, like, in the world. Um, And I would just, like, take different videos and then, like, vo- like put music to them and just kind of like put videos up of like my hikes and stuff with my best friend. So, um, but I kind of stopped doing that because I started training for this Ironman um, and that's like really time consuming. <laughs> um, so I've kind of like stopped with the TikTok. But like,
0: I, I would encourage you to uh, document your journey with the Ironman thing and then we can, like, send some people your way. Like, when you're here with us, we can, I can do a post about you and be like, yo, check out what up? you just started one. All right, who's gonna be my first TikTok follower? Because as you've been talking, (laughs) I started started one of
1: these things. Well, 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 why don't you
0: you should start with a little video on this podcast and I'm working through it. I'm inspired by you right now because that's how it's done. Yeah, see, that's what's up. See, that's why he inspired by you and you, and that's why he has 100k on YouTube and he got that fucking little red play button, and that's no fucking small feat. That's dope, and he's a guy. And that's what I love about him is he's not a guy you would think would have that, right? Like he's, yeah. he's, he's like you, but he's did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love, I've always like tripped on that about Hamish. I've always been like.
2: Well, it sort of grew organically though with him. It's yeah. not like he set out to do that.
1: Well, uh. I, I think that I apl- the thing that I did do that's really worked for me is, is, and you guys will understand this, in the sphere of YouTube, I don't say no. I say
0: yes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good quality to have in, in so all I, spheres. But,
1: well, no, but I mean, is is I've gotten some pretty like, hey, meet me over here. And I don't when they, I for example, like early on, this these guys got a hold of me and they're like, hey, will you review these videos for our ad agency? We don't want to tell our boss they suck, but if you make a video about what you think about them, like we'll show it to our boss. And they were like ridiculous. Well, this ad agency turned, and they were like, hey, can we fly you to our ad agency in London? And I was like, okay. And I told my friend, and they're like, Where, what are you doing? I go, oh, these guys are flying me to London. They, 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 he's like, you didn't ask any questions? I go, no, that's that's not my job. My job's just to show up in London. So these <laughs> these guys were like, do you want us to tell you what you're doing here and i go no don't tell me anything i don't want to know anything just like and and this was back when i used to be like real conspiracy guy and i was like oh i'm the, the new world order is flying me to the city of london like take me out dude you know and so my buddy did some research and he's like oh my god dude like you're they're the largest ad agency in like europe's flying you in to do your thing and i go he's like what are you doing i go i don't know and, they, and I go, they're like, look, we only have one requirement. Is we need you to show up at the office in a black cab. I go, okay, no problem. So I get to London. I'm like, all right. So I'm standing at the, at the queue for the black cabs, right? Well, turns out that black cabs aren't that common anymore. They're all sorts of colors and ads. And so I'm standing at the queue and this dude's like, all right, the next cab. I go, no, I got to have a black cab. And they're like. No, no, here's your cab. I go, no, you don't understand. I have to show up at a black, in a black cab. And the black cab, it's all, like, orderly. Like, it's not like the U.S. where you can just get a cab. You have to wait in line. So the black cab was, like, 20 cabs down the queue. And he's like, it's going to be, like, and I go, I, I, all I know is i got to show up in a black cab, dude. Like, I'll sit here and wait as long as I had. And I show up to this uh, thing in a black cab. It took, me like, an extra hour and a half to get this cab. <laughs> So I show up, and what they wanted me to do was, they're like, "You have, we're giving you a camera, and you have free reign of the of the uh, of the entire office, the whole building. We just want you to film it and do one of your reviews of our ad agency for our. It's, we're doing it. We just want you to review us." And they just, I got to, they were like, "Skate around, do what you want." And I spent three days just filming them, giving my take on their ad agency.
0: And did you edit it or?
1: Did no, it- they did all of it, and then I. So you I,
0: just sent them like all the video.
1: Yeah, no, I just they gave me a camera, they the, and just let cut me loose. Did it end
2: up somewhere on YouTube? They or? made
1: some, No, they made some. It was some internal. They made a, a, a internal video about their ad agency, and at the time they had all this like groundbreaking ad stuff they were doing with the iPhones and stuff. It was pretty like kind of trippy.
2: Did they provide you with hotel and food oh, yeah. and all, all that? Stuff?
1: All, uh, hotel expenses paid. Seven days in London and the weather was perfect, and I got to explore London. And that's when I discovered street art, like a sledgehammer to my forehead. And it, like I, London has the most incredible street art scene you've ever seen, like giant murals, not like graffiti, like murals. And I was skating through this like zone, and I saw this in the back in this alley I saw this like super colorful like skull mural on the thing and I was like huh but I was like it since was in some alley and there were some dudes doing some weird stuff back there and I was like it's uh, it's like I gotta go something about me was like I gotta go check out this mural and I was like I could get killed back here. I don't know what's going on but I was like I went and checked out this mural these guys were super nice and I was like I just wanted to come see this mural and they're like Oh, dude, you got to go to this other part of town where there's murals everywhere. And they're like, dude, when you go take a left outside this alley, you're going to see some of the greatest artists in the world have put their stuff on the walls. And it was like this. It was like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he goes into Toontown and everything lights up and there's just this magical world you've never noticed. Hmm. And I went and I just spent the rest of the trip in London just ex- taking fo- videos of street art. And I made a bunch of videos there. And then I came back to L.A. and I was like, oh, my God, we live in the most uncreative city on the planet. <laughs> Are like, those
2: on one of on YouTube? Yeah, it's
1: all. Everything's on YouTube. My whole 10 years is on YouTube. My son being born, my all of it. I mean, that's I, I would say on the advice on the YouTube thing is you don't know so i just make videos how i feel about what i want, what interests me i review books i'll go to concerts i'll do whatever i don't care and some of them
2: are you surprised sometimes when one goes and you're like i wonder why that one went and-
1: yeah I, I was this one video went viral that i it was literally I went, I, I broke my surfboard surfing and I couldn't get this motorcycle I'd bought started. And I came home and someone had sent me a fish ticket to like the band fish in the mail. And I made a two minute video about how like my day was terrible, but I got this fish ticket and this is going to be rad. That video got put into the, the fish blogosphere and blew up. So I had this huge, so I had this demographic of fish fans that mm. follow my videos and mm. then I got a demographic a sober thing and then I have the weirdest demographic is I have like 40 plus housewives and 24 and under boys men and they they're that's my demographic
2: older housewives and younger men
1: yep I, I if you if you look at my demographics on the thing like I am the target market king dude like I went, when I went to William Morris I tried to sell they just couldn't figure out what my trip was dude like cause I don't I don't well, I, bullshit I know what it
2: is the girls think you're hot and the boys look up to you it's
1: something like that. Yeah. It's something weird like that. And I, and I, and I stay pretty true. I, I get pretty emotional on there sometimes. Like, yeah, I,
2: well, I mean, I'm not saying your content's not good, but I'm just saying that, you know, that's probably it.
1: Sure. No, no, there's a, there's a component to the weird. It, it's, it's definitely a trippy world. Like, like, but I go and if, if Nora, Nora, Norma. Nora, Norma, Norma, if Norma emailed me and was like, Hey, I'm passing through town. You want to get a cup of coffee? out the YouTube rules, I would say yes.
2: Yeah. No, I've been, I've been saying yes to TikTokers. I got actually a couple numbers now and I'm talking yeah. to them and stuff. And yeah, why not? Well, that, that's, that's what it's all. They don't about. live in this. They don't live around here though. But so,
1: well, this, the script is flipped where, where the, the audience is the star now. I'm just so, so when I started doing live streams, I started live streams after the fire. Really? Like really for real it took me a while to realize that the people in the chat room had their own community going on. I'm just, I'm just merely the platform. Oh, they chat with each other. Yeah. They all know each other. They've never met. They all have handles, but they all, Uh, they, they, so I'll start a chat and they'll be like, Hey, how's it going? Blue angel or whatever. And it took me a while to realize that they were talking to themselves and not me. Like, it's it's very trippy, huh? It, it, it's so, so they
2: tune in with each other, in, in via not, me, via you. Interesting.
1: Yeah, and and, and it, it's this weird world where like, like I am the 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 tent pole for their own circus. Like, do
3: you know how to work Upwork? Yeah, you do. Yeah, but, like to but
2: they they tune into you a little people? bit, and then they'll talk about something you said. Or they know more about my content than I do. Huh? So it's like watching TV with a friend. So you talk to your friend, but then you watch TV, and then you'll talk about or something like that. Well,
1: I generally try not to watch the comments because it distracts me, unless that's what I'm doing for the the episode. But. But it's a very weird world that, that I inhabit because I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm looking at myself in the screen. There, I, there's nobody else but me. So it's this weird thing of like us coming from where we come from, the prime time and all this stuff. It's like I have to, I have to face myself in this format and t- I talk to myself Knowing that other people are listening and commenting, so it's very—I have to—it's very surreal. In in that space is like I have a community, and I know some of them. I've met some of them. I've I've talked to some of them on the phone, so I actually know who some of the people are in my my stream. But I'll, I'll be I'll be in this like interesting space, and we have our own little world going on. But it's not it's I don't know anything like they could be they could be anybody some of them I know who they are but like literally they could be any I wouldn't I wouldn't know and I don't care either like it's a very interesting space
2: <sighs> yeah so can I ask you a more of a personal question sure you sure. said your wife's job blew up what does she do
1: She's a, uh, a sober. She's a sober companion, like life coach, okay. but she's very niche. Uh-huh. She grew up in uh, the, uh, the 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 red carpet world. Her hmm. father was like big in the industry, uh-huh. so she knows how to operate in celebrity. Okay. And she she grew up in a, absorbent amounts of like that world, so she doesn't isn't shocked by it or isn't odd by it or isn't she knows how to dress and talk and she can talk to these people
2: she's totally comfortable in that totally world.
1: comfortable and and has no either fear or star fucking in her like she doesn't care she that's her world she inhabits so as a woman there's very few women that can operate in that in that space and, and pull it off that, that are of that
2: space. And there's money there too, so that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, lots of it. <clears throat> in, in that sense. But 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 you know as as, if, as as we were talking about at the meeting today, as as holding our principles above everything else, we she doesn't we don't do that. We don't go out it's not our primary objective. What do you mean? Well, you could fleece the, the you could fleece them.
2: Fleece? You,
1: you. Well, you could you could see them as as these clients as money signs and be oh, like, oh, oh, okay. You, you get what I'm saying? Is yeah, no,
2: no. I work with uh, only super wealthy people myself, and the the I do better the more I don't give a fuck and I just treat them like people.
1: Yeah, well, that that's baseline. But I mean, like, there's people that that don't know what it is to have the uh, interest-bearing currency in their, in their life. So they, would, they see someone as having an, an inordinate amount of this currency mm-hmm. and be like, I want some of that. And it's pretty easy to go in and be like, I will take advantage of that situation. You, you know what I mean? So part of her space is she's very trusted and she does not cross... She's super uh, integrity oriented. She'll, oh, yeah, she'll yeah. walk. Okay. You know what I mean? She, yeah. she won't co-sign bullshit.
2: Oh, good, good. Yeah. You I get what I'm saying? Is yeah. like we, it's like living she's there to help. Yeah. She's
1: there to be of service. And, and she, if she and
2: doesn't she, agree, she's not going to go for it. No, she yeah. won't.
1: She won't say that it's okay just to keep the job. Like you know, we live in a in that kind of in that industries here in L.A. is you know the the recovery Riviera where like people take on clients and and
2: yeah, I've always been a little bit kind of skeptical of that whole industry. Oh yeah, it's an industry. Yeah, it's a well, it's the Wild West and these sober living slash crack houses and stuff and no, yeah. we don't we don't touch that. And she has. No, I'm just saying that's part of the industry too. Yeah
1: but but you can but the the weird thing is because it's so wild westy is you can uh you can take advantage of the situation pretty quickly because people are desperate man mm. and and that's true and 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 the numbers are so large that that it's easy it would be easy to charge absorbent amounts and it not even be noticeable and that not be truly. On an integral level like
2: yeah yeah well that won't, that'll screw you in the long run anyways so. well
1: yeah and and that's where she's that's how she's excelled in her thing is she's she stayed true to herself when we didn't have any money, mm. you know what i mean when the when the opportunity showed up where she could have made the wrong decision and she wasn't making it like in a big financial She made the right decision with no financial incentive to, it was a negative financial incentive to actually make those decisions, but it's all word of mouth. So that, that that's, it's like, it's like God's watching, you know? And, uh, so we've been very fortunate in that, that department,
2: yeah, so that's a really demanding job, isn't it? Are you on 24 hours? Or
1: No, no, she's, she's we're not doing that kind of a, a wow. situation. But what she has is she's, uh, she's a lot of case management now, is she has a uh, solid Rolodex of, of doctors and clinicians that are on the healthy path, if you will, that are ensuring not only mind but body because that's part of the... Uh, the scam too is a lot of like somewhat questionable third party professionals, right. That are, that are willing to make questionable decisions because of the Mm. money. So she has a very solid network of Los Angeles based clinicians and, and workout people and
2: that are also honest.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's not, it's, you would think that that would be, be be an easy thing, but it's not. No. So she has the whole package.
2: So she, it's not an easy thing anywhere. No, and uh, you know it's uh, it's a rarity. Actually, it seems.
1: Well, and it's her. It's her. You know, it's her passion. So for her, it's it's not a job. It's what she, it's what she wants to do, which is different than going and, you know, building houses or something. That's
2: great. And so you, you're, you were a carpenter, but you're not doing that anymore. No, no. I, uh,
1: we switched, we switched roles in, in life. And, uh, I was when we had our son. So at the, when we first were together, I was the sole provider. We had a, I had a stepdaughter at the time. who was nine and we had our, our son and we made the decision if she was going to be, uh, uh, you know, we were going to breastfeed and do the, the whole thing. So she was going to stay at home for the first couple of years to take, you know, nurture our, our son. And I was going to go be the, I was going to take care of all the stuff. And then
3: about
1: two, a year and a half into it, the roles just switched. And, and I'll tell you, it wasn't an easy transition to go from the... Uh, you would you think it's easy like you think it's easy but you go from being the you know the the male patriarchal breadwinner kind of thing to being like all oh, I'm going to be Mr. Mom I'm going to stay home and uh, you know take care of the baby and the teenager and and homeschool her and it was very it was very rough transition it it took uh that's what you know put a lot of friction on our life you know cuz you think that you yeah. On the surface, you're like, uh, as a pretty liberated male, like, I'm not, I'm not in conflict with, with women's ability to do whatever they choose to do. Yeah. I, I, don't ha- I don't stick to those role identities.
2: It's always more complicated than you think. And I have a kid, too. Taking care of kids is a lot the of The gnarliest work. job I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> it, it,
1: it's funny. I have another dad that I hang out with who's a Mr. Mom. And we both be like, dude. Like and, and this I'll say about society is, is mothers are truly underappreciated for yeah. how, how extraordinarily hard that job so check is. check this out. Yeah.
0: As, uh, Norma as, is literally hiring a guy in Egypt to edit my videos. Look at her go. I'm saying you can do that. I know. You already know. I don't. But right. I know you can.
1: I I need you to like blow me up, dude. Okay,
0: well look, let's we we have we, we, been talking for an hour. I'm looking at the the waveforms here. Yeah, yeah, I've never had it look like this. Is that good? No, it, it's it's just you talking 90% of the time. Yeah, talk. I love it. It's fine. I just you we, you were we, gone. I know I kind of just got up and cuz you guys seemed like you were doing your thing, but what's how can we tie this back to learning to lose here billy you, can you help me out
2: well i'd say one thing he seems interested yeah so in what learning to lose and no i'm saying
0: a- like yeah learning to lose i mean he's sober yeah so we, we were talking about god earlier in our meeting and um you shared some stuff that was pretty profound
1: well,
2: do you remember? No, no, I I agree. What did agree. he say? Um just it's the principles but the way he says it it gets into your No, noggin. but but but, but I don't remember I'm, exactly what I, I said. do. Okay.
0: Um so you said you shared about um oh, what was it?
1: By the way, this is my favorite topic, so I'm all in.
0: Yeah, now we're getting to this. Yeah, yeah, this is the we good know stuff. who he is now. Yes, um, but let's. What What was it you were saying? Something about? Um,
1: well, I was I was talking about the the external, the external struggle manifesting outside when it's really an inside oh, job. Yes,
0: he was talking about. Every, we're always looking at all the problems in the world and. But we are the world. Yes. We are the
1: problem. Well,
2: we are the world that we see, is what he was saying.
1: Well, I, I, I was talking a lot about coming to terms with your darkness. Oh, yeah. For, for, for I, And what I see is, as a guy who's been going out actively, like, pursuing and witnessing and videoing what is going on in the oh. str- streets of our cities, I understand what is going on because... I've made peace with the serial killer inside of me. I've made ke- peace with the violent me. Like I've I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of as a caveman, as a man, as 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 a human being. I I am I am the destroyer.
2: It's and, important and, to acknowledge that, yeah. But
1: but when I was able to like make peace with that and heal that and become whole, it was that's why I can sit with God because I, 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 truly, because if that's why I was attracted to as knowing you for a while, when I saw what you were doing and kind of it clicked with what you were doing, I mm. was like, Oh, I'm doing that too. Mm-hmm. You've just boiled it down to like a, a, a single lane on the highway mm-hmm. versus I've got I've got a, a spaghetti's nest of it. And it's one of the lanes I talk about. You're focusing on what my main drive is right now mm. is learning to lose. What I see going on in the streets of America right now is people playing out. They're trying to win because they haven't figured out that they need to lose first. <laughs> and and I, really? so, so I was up in, in Portland, Oregon, watching the uh, conflict between the police and the, uh, the, uh, the rioters, let's just call them that—the black bloc rioters, Antifa, whatever you want Did to call them. Whatever you want right to call now? Them. Yeah. And uh, so I'm watching them on the side. I'm watching the two factions: the police and then these these young rioting black clad.
0: Oh, it's normal. Terrorists. terrorists.
1: And from a spiritual perspective, I realized that they were both playing out their traumas. I was like guaranteed if I by I know by default that most people that are in law enforcement some are because they're do-gooders but many are there because they have trauma issues whether it's lack of power abuse whatever and they're and they're doing they're playing their role in trauma because when you're watching two opposing forces beat on each other It's very simple. And then I go, well, all these other people over here, I go, I bet if I went and pulled them, all of them have trauma issues. Whether it's early parental divorce, alcoholic parents, rape, incest, fell on my head, whatever. They have a trauma issue they haven't resolved. So these two groups of trauma forces are working out their trauma issues on each other ultimately trying to find atonement with each other's action because no one gets to leave that kind of a conflict clean they're screaming at the cops you know you blah 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 and the cops are beating them back and they're all but 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 they're all choosing to be there in this state of conflict and they're both right and they're both wrong at the same time. And the only reason that is existing is because they have yet to accept their darkness and they're manifesting it out because if they truly understood the darkness, they would never behave like that. There's nothing... Well, they're completely unaware. Exactly. Because yeah. they've, they've buried their trauma. They've buried their darkness. They've, they've, they believe that they're righteous and they only live in, in this the one side of their, their, their reality. And and as a person who used to be, I used to be an activist once upon a time in my youth, a very serious one. I was never a violent activist. I was a, I came from the school of pacifism, but as I progressed in life, that's ultimately what led me to really become an alcoholic was I ran from my darkness and I didn't know how to solve the world's problems because I didn't understand that, that until I healed myself, I can't heal anything. And and that's really where I see what's going on is.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. So, well, I think it's very important. And I read this in the Young's a book on Young. And, and, and for my own personal self, before I got better, like I was sober and I had issues, mm-hmm. you know, with sex and relationships and things like this and until i could accept this is who i am just like me. you said a hitler and gandhi and this within the same like you know the horrible horrific things that have happened in history those were humans like us that did yep. that humans yep. are capable of doing that <clears throat> and there's no reason to say that you or i or somebody else isn't just as capable of doing the same shit but they don't Accept it or believe it, you know what I mean? But put in the right circumstances, you can murder, rape, kill, whether you think it's the right cause or not. So I think it's important for human beings to know that there's like a, definitely a murderer and like a higher self, too, and within yourself.
1: Well, absolutely. Well, I, again, it's like, un, it's like the untrained six, human, six, six, human six, six. being, right? Is, is as a person who... I'm fully capable... And therefore, I don't need... Like, like, some of the nicest people you meet will, are trained to, like, end it for you. If, <laughs> if they were so... But that's why they're so kind. What it's do you ca- mean? Like, like if, you met, if you met, like, a, a, tr- a true person who has the skill set like to, like... Like an MMA fighter. An MMA fighter. Navy SEAL. An, an assassin. Yep, a Navy SEAL. They, they're generally very mellow, nice, kind people that actually offer you no harm because they don't, they don't live in fear of you. Because they know, and it's the same reason. Like I don't live in fear of anyone else. I'm fully plugged in with, with how violent I am on all levels. I know my mind. I know how dark it is. But because I know how that darkness lies, I never need to act on it, and and I can ask God to remove that thought at any given moment. So I was.
2: Plus, we know how it plays out because we've acted things out in the past, and it's never good. Well,
1: if history—if you don't know history, it's doomed to repeat it, right? It's yeah. The, uh, so it, it's that thing as is going and watching this extreme level of violence over the last four months.
2: Were they actually like beating on each other and stuff?
1: Uh, the level, of, the the stuff I saw in San Francisco was horrifying. This last weekend. So, so
0: that was last weekend. That was two days ago. Two and, days and, ago. And, and what did you see there?
1: I saw. I Why s- did you go there? To to witness. And To film, to witness, and film because people people channel? don't understand what's going on in our country. Is it's very serious, and and what, what are
0: they? What, what's going on? They, they're fighting about the politics, about Trump, or what?
1: It's deeper than that. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of off subject with learning to lose, but there's a definite militant insurrection in this country right now, and they have are clearly stating and showing their out and out violence and they're willing to commit violence. And, and so
0: I, black lives matter.
1: It's been hijacked by Antifa. Uh, where,
0: yeah. Okay. But that's what these riots were. You were, you saw right. They were what they were. Black lives matter.
1: There was riots this
2: weekend.
0: And there's
1: riots every weekend somewhere in, in America. It's, it's going on all the time for what, Whoa. for
2: what I thought that was over or kind of resolving itself because there's, there's
0: people who, no, say, no, no, we're, we're not saying, it's Black Lives Matter. You got that there's I'm not saying what is it really. I'm saying that's what it's... What are they gathering behind? Yeah, what right? are they gathering behind?
1: They're gathering behind Black Lives Matter. Okay. Correct. But I have to now be... Now we
0: can talk... Well, okay, we got, I just want to be clear. Is, is, but first, let's at least talk about what they're gathering. And then we can talk about uh, yes. whether Black Lives Matter is okay. a thing or not, which I agree well, with. Most you.
1: people don't want to recognize that because of the linguistic trap of Black Lives Matter. Is is it's it's a, a very well organized linguistic trap. So most people feel very uncomfortable identifying the banner that they're using to do it. So I was up in San. Francisco. Wait, wait,
0: wait. What do you mean? So
1: when you get out and say that that the modern American terrorist insurrection is black lives matter. It makes it's a linguistic trip to make you seem like you're against black lives, Mm -hmm. but that you're against civil rights as, as an active civil rights advocate and participant. I'm 100% for Black Lives, but as, as far as the movement of Black Lives Matter as it's been infiltrated by Antifa, I have to call it out, but that's a very tricky yeah. narrative Let's to, to skirt saying. because now I've instantly put myself as that guy's some sort of right-wing yeah, 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 extremist. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Everyone's yeah. afraid to say anything on no, that. But I'm not.
0: No, I'm not either, actually. So when I... so So here's the thing. The first... Like, right when this shit started... I didn't even know about that, but I just kind of, I always felt like, yeah, it's about something bigger, like, like class. Well, class. So I went,
1: I went down to Fairfax and live streamed down at Fairfax, right? When it was when back in June or at the end of May, whenever it was when Fairfax went sideways uh-huh. and they destroyed, destroyed Fairfax. So I went down there and filmed and There was three distinct operations going on. Well, four. There was the police. There was the civil rights movement, which was multiracial, multi-everything. A bunch of people standing up for civil rights in front of the police. It was very brave. I stood with them.
0: Okay, there's four. You're on the second one. What's the third one?
1: The third one is the Antifa black block terrorist. And the the fourth
0: one was straight looters. Who are so, so what's you, the t- black box terror? What is it that the pallet, the brick pallets and they, these motherfuckers were going hard? Can yeah. you
2: just because I'm not really sure Antifa is what? Right. Antifa is another linguistic
1: trick is there's they claim to be anti-fascist, but they ultimately are the
2: fascists. It's and so what are they doing there? They're destroying stuff. Well, what's a
0: fascist anti-Jewish? Isn't it a Jewish thing?
1: Fascist. Well, fascism, fascism under its definition is the merger of, of state and government in one combined unit. It's sort of like
0: communism light. Wait, it's sort of like what? Communism light. Communism light. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So, it's, so it's merging government and, and corporate corporate into, into one
2: cohesive what, 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 body. But you
1: said government and state? Well, the, st- the state is the government. But so- Hold on.
2: Antifa's a corporation. No, Antifa's uh, or, or,
1: Antifa's run very much like Alcoholics Anonymous is.
0: It's an organization, but but
1: no, nah, it's it's that's how they're getting around everything. That's the trouble is, it's run exactly like AA. So your, your, your Rose City Antifa is an is an autonomous group of people all underlying using the same principles and stuff, but they don't interconnect. Oh,
0: to the other group
3: okay. so
0: um antifa or uh, fascism is the the state and the it's the government trying to do what
1: well the government and the corporations trying to control the system the how people. the people by control just total control okay but well, how what do you mean? How? Well, how? They're, they're,
2: they're busting well, up. They're busting up and causing damage, which is causing fear, which is able to give them control. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it doesn't. How does fear give them control? Because everyone's afraid. Okay. And so they're all doing what the government tells them to, so they can be safe.
0: Yeah, but Antifa. So Antifa is the government.
2: So Antifa's basically. So,
0: so okay, so Antifa gets everyone scared because they they're fucking shit up, right? Yeah. So then what are they asking for the people to do?
2: Antifa? Yeah. Well they're united with if it's truly fascism they're in bed with the government. N-
1: yes, and that's what nobody understands. Is they're not they're not in bed so to speak, but I, what I'm what I'm witnessing and trying to expose is they're useful idiots to bring in the police state.
2: So the government is using them the, the government isn't. The government isn't so much.
0: They're just letting them do.
1: Yes, this.
2: but they're, on. they're capitalizing because they'll use anything they can to get more control. So yes. this is a this yes. is an
1: avenue of control. So if you saw the if you saw the the outlay of, of of police force in San Francisco this weekend, you would be like. So their their whole thing is they're anti cops. They're supposedly fighting the cops and the power structure. There is more resources showing up than ever before. So
0: so basically what you're saying is they're fucking shit up and the government's letting them fuck shit up so that there's a reason to have more police. Yes. Yeah. Now, now that's what's happening. Right? That is what's happening. I don't happening. like the generalizations. Okay, so now, now we have more police on it's the streets. It's not just more police though. Right. What else is it?
2: It's now they're they're going to protect us, so that we'll give them. We'll make laws yep, that we would not yep. normally make, mm-hmm. which no, won't it. change.
0: Now we're talking. Like mm-hmm. what?
2: Well, so you look like, at like
0: you... the Patriot Act. Yeah,
2: like that's yeah. an example. That's a big example. Let's yeah.
0: talk about it specifically. I don't want to do the general thing anymore. Well, that's how we get we've... to the
2: specifics, right?
0: I know. I'm I'm trying to get to the specifics, but but the an- but the answer when I ask a question of like. How are they trying to control? The answer is like by inciting fear. Okay. And then what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 The answers are always like general answers. I'm doing the same thing. But I want to start trying to really figure out what's really going on. Okay. So now we – hold on.
2: Okay. Okay. So now
0: we have more people, more cops on the street. And the people believe that what? that they're more, the the more cops are on the street, the safer they are.
2: I don't know because they're fighting the police. They're saying, okay. So, uh,
0: okay. So then what's the end game?
2: The end game is, well, this is my opinion, nobody else. And please don't kill me on the way home. But (laughs) I think that we're the government wants complete control, like a communist type of, Situation. Oh, yeah, Joe si-
0: Rogan talks a little bit about this. Like, like, so basically
2: social, they c- want,
0: they want people to allow them to microchip them, track them, have all these rules with this, starting with the mask you have to wear everywhere. You can't go in here. You can't do that. You got to do this. You got to do that. Yeah. Um, and it's a slow process. And then before you know it, you're boiling. You're a frog in yes. boiling water. But I just want to talk more specifically about what, why, and what specifically. Like what? What, what? What, what is your what? There? Like why, what? What do they want from us? Control? Okay. So, uh, it's, no, no, okay no, control. Okay. Me. I no, 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 no.
1: It's, uh, I, I know exa- this, is, this is what it is. They want to sever your connection to God.
0: That's... Crazy.
1: No, no, no. It's, it's super serious on that level because we're here to talk about God ultimately and everything I'm that's going...
0: That's why you were saying this is all related.
1: That's why this is all now, related.
0: Okay, we're now an hour and a half into the podcast and we have finally arrived at why I want you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here. Well, we're we're here. Do, we, we got to, there. We're here. Okay. So he thinks... Bit, okay. No, he thinks that... All this shit is happening so that people will, you know, it's crazy. What do you mean? This is what raised by wolves. This is raised by wolves. They don't want us to have our own. Okay. So they want our God to be the government. Yeah. Right.
1: All right. So this is, so this is part of, part of one of, one of the things I talk a lot about on my show, my channel and stuff is, is you are the government. You are the president of your reality. We are we live in the, one of the most special governments on the the planet that that we're not granted rights, our god-given rights are reaffirmed by the constitution. Mm. Nobody's giving us rights. We're born with these inalienable rights. Mm. The constitution reaffirms okay, our okay, rights. Okay, okay,
0: so here so right now now we're starting to go into the general thing again. So I want you No, to that's talk- very specific. No, it's not. Absolutely. No, you want to know what specific is? Let's talk about one of those rights. That's getting specific. Let's
1: let's freedom talk about speech. the free. No, let's talk about let's talk about freedom of religion. Okay. The, so, the, the inability of a church to be open right now in the United States of America wow. has been put under the thumb now of the control spe- of the government.
0: That's specific.
1: And and yes, and why are the churches bending over? And it's the five hundred one C three because they want to be tax deductible because they want to hang on to their money. The churches that are bucking this system don't care about taxes and they shouldn't care about taxes because who cares, right? Cause they always hype about the render under Caesar thing. So pay your taxes and let's pray freely. But what we have right now is, is an attack on God. The people that are, that are the, the street hold soldiers on. are,
0: hold on. This is, do you think you can like say this in like a minute? Say what in a minute. What, I don't what, know. what you're talking about right now. It, like
1: the attack on God? Yeah. As far as I can see, everything that occurring. occurred.
0: Yeah, no, I just want you, so I want you to say it in a minute. So watch, hold on. We're on All the right. Learning to Lose podcast, and we have the illusion on it. He's going to talk to you about, this is conspiracy shit. I'm not with it or against it, but I want to hear it. So we're under attack right now from the government,
1: and the attack is. To prevent you from connecting with God. Forever, God is unlimited, multi-dimensional power and connectivity. The government powers that be are trying to convince you that you are a three-dimensional item made up of your five senses and the limited electromagnetic spectrum. Everything's energy, and the government's trying to take your connectivity to your fellow human beings. Starting
0: with not allowing churches to be open and making you wear
1: masks and stuff. Six feet. The, the, human, the human resonance is, 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 why is it six feet? Because you, we're not sharing our electromagnetic energy. Okay. Like, and that is God right we're
0: going there.
1: This, we're going to, this is coming up in a week, so I just to share. We go there sometimes. We go, we go. I, we don't, we go. Because everything that I'm about ultimately is about, for, for me, as a, as, as, as a person, as a being. I've made my peace with God. I've just
0: download upwork.
1: I've made total peace with God. I've I've dealt with my baggage. I've made peace with it. Now I'm trying to operate in the light. My my sole primary purpose, right, is to help another alcoholic achieve sobriety. In for me, what I understand sobriety to be is, is ultimately there is one who has all power. That one is God. Find him now, right? So if my primary purpose is to help achieve someone achieve sobriety and achieving sobriety is connectivity with God, everything's about God. I see what's going on right now on Spaceship Earth as a war against God to sever everyone's connectivity with God because what we're given with God is multidimensional. What we're given when we choose this, our body is, is a short life.
2: Yeah, and I'm seeing it on another level. Like people like you and me and Pat, God, people, we we're not as easy to control or scare. You know, we're we're gonna do what we believe in.
0: Now we're
2: talking. Well, absolutely. I I don't. You well you can't you can't
1: be in a state of fear if you're in a state of love, right? You can't you can't be in a you. There there are two opposing concepts. I, I, as long as I stay with God and I stay in grace and I stay in love and a state of, of God's beauty for me and love and the world, I can't exist in fear because I've, I've already turned my life over to God, right? Like as a sober guy, that's one of my things. I turn my will and my life over. But isn't
2: over. that a daily task? I mean, you can Minute by keep... minute sometimes. Yeah.
1: Look, I, like, I'll be clear. Like There are some days that I, that I have moments of sheer te- terror about what's coming down the pipe.
2: Yeah, especially when you have kids.
1: Yeah, I look at my son and I get scared, and I go, "What kind of world is coming our way?" You're talking to a dude who's who's like, "My garage looks like I'm ready for
2: the apocalypse," because I am. I've been stocking up on stuff too.
1: Yeah, and and, and you know, it's our lives have changed radically. But any t- so any time that I get the fear, I have to remind myself that. I am of God and I'm here to do God's work and, and I don't need to be afraid because what am I afraid of?
2: And when you're in that space, you're not even afraid of dying, really. You're just, well, you're connected. Well, You have to make, I think that's part of our trap on the Western culture is
1: we fear death of, and, and there is no death once you've made your connection with God. It's just loss of your human form. And I think almost all spiritual practices talk about this is just a temporary vessel. The real you is this multi-dimensional, infinite connectivity to to
2: God. I hope it's that. But even if it's not, when I'm connected, it's just not. It's not this. I'm not. I'm not afraid.
1: No. You, why would you be? Ah. In In that in that sense, but that doesn't deny that this is very scary. What time we're in? Yeah. That's no joke. I don't like. But part of, I think for me, because I'm not afraid, I'm willing to, to find the information and I'm willing to be wrong. I think that most people right yes. now are afraid to be wrong and afraid to have to, to embrace an idea and find out that it was wrong. And I think what we got going on for a lot of people right now is, is the uh, African Prince scam.
0: This is fucking amazing. I think people... No, this is what I want to put... This is the clip right now that's going to go on Instagram. I hope you make it this far. All right. Kaya. People are afraid to be wrong. Why? Because what happens when you... When you when- I'm wrong wrong. all the time. time. I reserve the right to be wrong. That's okay. And that's what we're doing. That's literally what we're doing online is we're just like fighting and talking and being wrong and going, oh, maybe I was wrong. What's right. Maybe that's right. Cool. Let's have the talk. Let's have the dialogue. I don't know everything. That's okay. That's cool. Learning to lose, learning to be flawed, learning to be imperfect. And I love what you just said. Everyone's so afraid to be wrong that they're not like. We're not learning anything. We're not getting anywhere. And, and that's, uh, again, if I, if I go
1: to my thing and, and I look at the, why I go witness these events going on is the polarization, is the echo chamber. Like, like people constantly are trying to stick me in a, stick me in a box. Dude,
0: the echo chamber. Dude, enough already, right? We're all saying the same thing. Can someone, uh, can someone just, like, entertain? C- can I ask you a question? What's that? What do you think about Donald Trump?
1: The orange man?
2: <laughs> the orange man.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I think he's a Trojan horse, but I, I, all right, this is my, you want to take my basic take on it. I think that it's just a choice between a slow train or a fast train off the cliff. I think our system's done.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love
1: that. But, 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 but. Trump's the slow train from what I can tell. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. The fast, so, the fast so,
1: trains, the other guys, because I've seen them in action.
0: So, so basically what you're saying is he's the better choice. I believe so. Okay. So yeah. I mean, and that's something that's really scary. I just kind of. But people want uh, to. Hold on. Let me just say. Okay. I, I, was, I was entertaining that possibility. My wife doesn't even want me talking about this because people are so angry if you even say that he's anything but an evil demon. So I don't know. Okay, I don't know anything. Let me well, just finish. P- yeah, Let yeah. Me just finish. So, so what I've been ranting lately about is my friend Aaron kind of cut me off, or he he sent me a message saying that I'm a, a, of lower intelligence. Me and my dad for like my dad's super like dad thinks Trump is the fucking is like the greatest man to ever walk the earth. Sure, and I'm like, sure, Okay, sure. he's my dad. Yeah. So I'm I usually fight him, and I usually am like. Oh, it's frustrating because I don't see what he – I don't see – I see a flawed kind of fucked up guy. You know what I mean? Like, but But definitely a good businessman, right? I don't necessarily believe him to be like a racist person, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe he is, but I don't really know. I hope I'm not like upsetting you. You. Oh, no. What do you think about all this? About? Do you hate Trump? No. Oh. You don't really know? Yeah. I think that's the smartest answer is like, I don't really know. I don't know. And anyone who acts like they know for sure, it's like, whoa, like just just ease up because all you know is what you see, you're looking at the same uh, uh, right. So as as a dude, I would. But just, but let me just. Sorry, okay. I was I was trying to say something. Um, the point that I was making, was Aaron, this yeah. guy, we're not even friends anymore. No, no, people gone crazy, and that's fucked up.
1: And and, and that's part said, of. No, no, people gone crazy. <laughs> no, as 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 it's crazy. Look, look, uh, as as a guy, I would describe myself as a wonk. I've, a always, I've, I wonk. I've always been studying politics. I'm fascinated by it. I've always been involved with knowing what's going on oh on policy and all of this kind of stuff. You're talking to a dude right now who is an oh avid environmentalist. Right, Avid environmentalist. You're talking to a dude who's... Pro, you do what you want to do. I'm a libertarian at the core. I don't care if you want to reassign yourself. I don't care who you kiss, who you marry. I, I, I'm for legalizing of drugs. I'm not against alcohol. I'm a sober guy. I'm, I'm, I'm for, for God. I have my issues. I don't want to touch the third whale one because that's got nothing to do with this right now. But I'm for civil society. What I so as that dude who digs into this stuff, who's willing to be wrong, who's willing to face information I don't like, I, there is huge red flags with Trump. Huge ones, dude. Huge I, red
0: flags with what?
1: The red flag law. Like, like the red what? flag law, for example. What's that? So the red flag law that he was, he was floating was that, that based upon mental illnesses, people could have their Second Amendment rights taken. And, and, and with no, no trial or anything. With, with preemptive removal of your Second Amendment rights. And I'm, I'm a huge believer in your right to defend yourself. I think that part, that's part of the problem is people have gone crazy. But in, in that space, I'm a dude who wants to battle the pharmaceutical country, companies. Who wants to battle the... F- I, look... If someone came to me and started talking about the food deserts that, that, that are plaguing inner city USA, the fact that, that we have nutritional deficient populations of people, there's my issue nobody's talking about on the right or the left. I, I, I'm more, I'm a little bit more pragmatic about it.
2: Like, I, So what, they don't have access to like fresh meat and vegetables? Is that what yeah, you I
1: I. I, I I think the last six months we should have been planting crops, personally. Good night. I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that, that the biggest problem facing anybody in this country is nu- nutritionally deficient food.
2: That's funny because we were just talking about that today. So, my friend from TikTok that now I'm talking to on the phone, her little nephew who's three, just got diagnosed with leukemia. My stepdad's kids dying of cancer. He's 28. He's a drug addict. So he's not getting treated, but there's all these young people getting cancer. And I said, what is it? Vaccines, plastic, something in the environment. And she said, food. Dude, the food's toxic and and nutritionally
1: deficient. deficient. And that's where you where, where Nobody's talking about that. I mean, so that like we get into this, like who's the puppet in charge? Like, Like again, as I'm going to say it, I'm choosing that I believe that no matter what our system's going off the cliff. I don't think that I think it's inevitable. I'm choosing the slower train. That's all I'm choosing versus the fast train because I've witnessed I live in California. I can go to Santa Monica and look at what their policies look like. I live in a state that is Super majority of their policies If California isn't a shiny example of, of Of these policies Then nowhere on the planet will be At this point I, I just, I just, you, know, you mean, I, you mean democratic I mean? policies? Yeah, like California Should be an oasis and it's not No, it, people are leaving People are, are starving on the streets of, of Our city right now yeah. You know, and, and nobody's concerned About them Texas is the star well, I, again, I don't believe that moving gets you out of the problem. I, I think it's a, I think it's a global crisis. Well,
2: yeah, but you, okay. It I, is a global crisis. So how do we get the other countries on board? Say we got our shit together. How do you get the rest of the world to get on board? We're the, we're the last standing
1: country. We're the last armed citizen population on the planet that can stave off this thing, this deconnect from God. And, and and that's did, why do you think the rest of the world's going the way it is is because they they aren't armed look at what's going on in australia
2: i mean it's, it, well it's burning i know that
1: it burned i mean in victoria it's total clampdown they say till the end of next year authoritarian I'm about to the to court
0: tag you on tiktok
1: tag tag
0: so so what is it though
1: malibu illusion you i got says, it I, I scored it yeah uh, so um, what, what is their government?
0: follow Learning to Lose, just so I can tag you?
1: Um, follow Learning to Lose, just a second. I don't really know how to operate in TikTok yeah, okay, so Yeah, so you have
0: to you know, go to your TikTok real quick. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wait, cancel, wait.
0: And then just, just just, do this. Just edit this name. Your name's all fucked up. Oh, dude, I thought it gave me Malibu. They're giving you a fucking number. They're trying to have you just be like a sheep.
2: At Malibu Illusion... On tonight,
1: I, I, I guess as as my thing is, I,
2: I is Australia a socialist con- country? Uh, semi, semi socialist But
1: you know, they have a different mindset than you know. They their, their nation started as a, a penal colony, dude.
2: You know what I heard? The reason that Australia is burning is they sold their water rights to their aquifer oh, yeah, to, China, to yeah. China.
1: Yeah, that's that's public knowledge. And well, but you know what's interesting is. Well, Australia's done burning, but again it's a lot of forest mismanagement. I would say it's a huge problem. I just,
0: I just don't like when people think they know things for sure. Like and I would I, I would I would I would hope that you have an open mind to, I, oh, to, to potentially being wrong about what you think.
1: Well, I, I would say that I would say this is that that is the, the nature of why I'm not afraid to have the conversation.
0: Yeah, I love that. The people and that not are, letting your ego attach itself to whatever.
2: I
1: idea. like. Look, like, I'm putting myself out there not because I think I'm wrong, because I'm I'm not afraid to being wrong. I love that. So,
2: so we're going a train. This country's a train going off the cliff. Is yeah. there anything we can do? I,
1: again, my basic. Th- what I'm doing is I'm trying to give as, get as many people strapped up to the God parachute as possible because, because I think that the way that it works is that that, one, that this thing's splitting dimensionally, that, that one group of people want to stay attached to this form life and the, the, the five senses in the three dimensions. And I think those of us who have chosen God have chosen multi infinite but,
2: but that's also a tricky one because when you say god well then you got all these christians and you got all these episcopalians and these catholics and they're like yo what do you mean we're god people but the god you're talking about is a little different
1: well i mean personally for me i am a christian i've accepted jesus christ as my personal savior mm-hmm. but it's a my personal relationship God is a personal relationship. Yeah,
2: yeah, but what I'm saying is I know many people who say that, but they don't really jive. They're, just, they're part of a church. I don't know that they really got the, the practice that connects.
1: Well, well that's, again, that's not for me to judge. So if I look at like what I've done in the last 72 hours, on my way out of San Francisco, I went and stopped by and saw my, my Muslim friend. And we did like an hour and a half interview on my conversation on talking, just as we are right now about the same subject matters and God and this and that, mm-hmm. because neither of us, I don't have a conflict with what he does because that's what he does. Again, I think that, that in, in God and, and that is, it's a personal relationship. And the minute you go into judgment of somebody else's personal relationship, you're ultimately denying God all of a sudden because yeah. you're not in a state of grace.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, look, I,
1: had this I, I have
2: a lot of resentments. Of resentments towards? Religion. Well, uh, this, Christianity specifically. Well, this is what I heard
1: this the other day, and I thought this was pretty f- profound. I, I don't believe in religion, by the way. Religion's a, for me personally is a man-made concept. I believe in spirituality. I, I believe that I, I have a, my understanding and my path because I am. That's kind of if you want to call it my dharma. I've gone and looked at all of them. I'm not. What's the
0: difference between dharma and karma?
1: Dharma is like the place you're at. Like I, I'm a, I'm Ooh, a it's karma. Karma is the, about the, the reincarnated life forms. Like you were a grasshopper in your previous life and you get to be a kangaroo in the next life or.
2: Yeah, that's, it's also DDA just sent me this thing that explained it and it's basically how you think and live your life is your karma. You're creating Well, your I karma. also
0: thought karma was like you get what you are get, you get what's what you, you deserve. Sure, but the cycle. It's the cycle type Like of thing. you have bad karma, like you did a bunch of bad shit, so now then you're,
1: you're gonna, gonna get it. You have to make peace with it. But that's called atonement and the in the in the it's called sin. It's called all of these things show well, sin
0: is just something. But, like, but
1: basically you've gotta make peace with your sin in order to be saved. In order to be saved I have to I have to ask for achieve forgiveness i have to be willing to to ask god for forgiveness for what i've done wrong so basically
2: it's you're so not who i thought you were what do you mean like actually talking to you with eye contact for a while what do you mean by that? like good bad or just good it's good what did you think well he has this or he used to have this very surfer skater persona like yeah you're just he's Honestly, no, no, no.
0: I, I think Billy might be like the most judgmental I, I person. No, no, I've you're ever you're not
1: wrong. As, as look, as, as a dude who underst- who understands my, my own reflection, I'm fully aware that that Do I you am surf? perceived. Yeah, I'm a full blown
0: surfer skater guy. Yeah. <laughs> hold on though. I just I, I carry the to, dialect. To, hold, I say, dude. I hold just, on. I just want to just address Billy. I hope that we're learning from our incorrect judgments but he's i only hope hold on i only hope that when we do that and we realize how wrong we were we maybe don't do it as quickly next time right do you think Uh, that
2: well there's always hope I,
0: I'm I'm because I'm the same way. Like, dude, I did it with this guy Taylor tonight. But I, I would. I guess we do. We just we just do that. I guess. Well, huh? but, I know, but he, Billy's I know
2: not him, wrong. I know the past him, and he has the blonde bowl cut. No, and no, he, I, I am. He that. talks a certain way, you know, and all that stuff. Well, no, it's it's again is is is
1: we are who we are who we are on on a quick glance. We are who we are as we get to know each other. Uh, That that is the the human nature. I firmly believe that you judge a book by its cover. That's why you put covers on books.
2: Right. I mean, what else can you do until you get to know somebody? Well, for example, I I
1: published a novel in the 90s, right? And I made my cover bright orange with a smiley face on it. Why? Because I wanted it to stand out more than any other book on the bookshelf. And then when they pulled that bright orange book out, I wanted it to be a smiley face, right? to to bring them in so i I firmly believe that it's okay to judge people on superficial levels i I embrace it actually because i think that that's part of the the denial process that i'm against is is and
0: then just go live is
1: because if we don't allow people to be exactly what they appear to be then we're denying them their humanity on a level too i'm you, can- you know what i mean is is to to tiptoe around that someone's a, a white male or a black female or a or an or asian midget or that whatever that then, 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 then we're not giving them the part of their humanity and i think that that's really why we're walking into a very dangerous trap with this this you have to be you can acknowledge you have to use the right words and this and that is like that's not what humans do on our first pass. We're very superficial because that's our, uh, our genetic survival code, dude, is, is red berries will kill us. And so we look at, we pass by all red berries at first and then we look back and we can go, oh, that's a raspberry, that's not a this. And we have these things that are part of our survival mechanism and that's one of them. And I, I, I don't think that that's wrong. So when you said that, I go, yeah, totally. I fully, I'm at peace with that because that is who I am. I am Spicoli. I I talk about on my channel. I was going to say that. No, I'm, 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 I'm I'm spiritual Spicoli, dude. And Mm -hmm. and that's what. Look, if I let God, like, right, I talked about God's number one aspect is creativity, right? So it says so in the Bible that God created so that you can intuit that God's a real creative. Real creative God. And, and so he made me who I am. If I deny my spicoliness that that gets people into the door for the bigger conversation about God. Like it's a gateway drug or to God in, in that sense. If like I look at my thing. I'm famous because I cut my hair, right? That's ridiculous. Those who came for the haircut eventually leave. Those who look past for the haircut end up being part of my tribe on on my channel. and, And I meet them in various places because the superficial thing helps me separate the wheat from the chaff. If you want to just see me as that, well, then that's okay too. But here we are. It took us, what, six years to get here? That's okay.
2: Well, we never actually sat down and talked. Either. Exactly, dude. But 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 that's
1: the the, the I remember getting your card, mm. and being like, "Oh, you should talk to Billy." And I was like, "Nah, it's not my dude." Yeah. On the, the same level, it's like I think that that we have to trust our instinctual animal nature. People get offended. I said animal and talk as a Christian at the same time, but I think that we have these. These things within us that are that are put in us to help us navigate safely, like our our instincts are correct.
2: Well, it, it, yeah, it's interesting, but because you, your persona is the opposite of actually who you are, that's why it's it's such a contrast. Yeah, know? yeah. It's like Marilyn Manson. It's like <laughs> ah, yeah. You know. Yeah. You get Because it. you you appear to be like this dude that doesn't have deep thoughts, but actually you are a deep thinker on a high level. So it's just it's just kind of a shock. You know, it's a Yeah. Yeah. Polar
1: Well, thing. I mean that's 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 the torture in the same level too is is I don't get to sit and kind of like it's always going. That's why I'm an
2: alcoholic. Like I'm always you need something to quiet that. Right. <laughs>
1: well, I find that I find that part again is is that's what that's why I do art and Legos and I f- I have my ways to quiet. Like I find that when I try to be still, that's when it's almost the loudest. Like I can do the meditating. By listening to the dog scratching the the canvas. Mm -hmm. But if I try to be quiet, I don't think it's my nature. Mm -hmm. Like, like this is like one of the things I learned in prime time. One of my character assets, defects, whatever you want to call it, that that I had to discover about myself is no matter what it is that I'm to do, I have to say no first. If you want to go, you want to go get an, an ice cream right now, I have to say no to you in order to do it. If I say yes, I won't want it the whole time. If I say no, that's the, it, 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 it's, it's just
2: I'm not a dude who wants to do anything. So you're letting your defiant nature express itself and then... Then I can move past then, it. Then your second thought is, okay, let's then go. Then I
1: can do step seven,
2: right? Like, is that seven? I, I'm not sure. I forget. I just know we're defiant. I'm the same way.
1: Well, it's it's not so much defiance, or
2: resistant, or something. Yeah, I, it is defiance.
1: I'm I'm intuitively not a non-participant. Like I, my nature is, I don't want to participate in any of it.
2: That's defiance, though. But whatever you want to. Say, okay,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a level of defiance. But I think on on the uh, for me as a human being. Like,
2: so you say no in your head. You don't say no to the person. No, I look, I got to say no right to you. <laughs> really?
1: okay. Because then I get, then I get to go, then I get to think about it and be like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm. But if I say no, I'm just like, I'm, it's, I got my bases covered. Then I can split. It's, it's this weird thing where I, I had to learn to say no. Part of me getting sober was learning to say no. That's why I can say yes to everything on YouTube. The one space I always say yes to is YouTube Hmm. because that's God, right? Because I told you how I got into YouTube Mm -hmm. was because of God. So I can't deny God. Mm. If I were to say no to anything on YouTube, that would, in my way of thinking, be denying God's gift Mm -hmm. to me. And so I have to fulfill it. And it's never failed me, ever. It's never led me astray by saying yes to this space.
2: So what worries me here is I like to have hope. You don't think there's hope for this oh,
1: I'm an absolute optimist.
2: So this train is going off the cliff, what's the hope?
1: Well, the the hope for me is I'm fine. I mean, I already know I'm I'm spiritually taken care of. What about your kid? I'm a little I'm a little worried, but he's tuned in, so I I I've, I've, I have good good vibes about that. He's an optimist and my family's an optimist. My hope lies in that. In love, I, I'm. I believe that that love conquers all. That I believe that good prevails over bad. I believe that that at the end of the story, right always triumphs over wrong. That 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 the the rule of the universe is 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 to is to build. I mean, you could argue that it's entropy, but. Energy, entropy, entropy can, but, but, you know, entropy is the uh, all matter breaks down, the, the, the breakdown of it. But it, it, you, energy never, neither disappears nor you never lose it. It just changes shape. So I, I sort of believe in a multidimensional approach to it all is, is I think that, in order, that the, my great hope is those of us who want to choose God and, and make that free will decision to, to put God at the forefront of our life we've made that decision and those of us who want to choose the train get to go off the cliff because that train's based upon interest bearing currency and fallacies and bad economic decisions and slavery ultimately and i don't want any part of it man
0: yeah but you're you're going to be a part of it
1: i i can't be a part of it cuz i've already chosen god
0: right but but i mean you you're living this world so
1: I, I'm of I'm 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 of this I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. Is, is that how it goes? I forget how it goes. But but what I'm saying is like as as a person who's made peace with it because I don't live in fear of it, I don't I'm not trapped by it, so I don't have to make that decision. I get to get off the
2: train. So you're just going to do your best by spreading the message with your following of God and principle and living and practicing that like Pat is and like I am, am a Thanks little so bit. Much, Graham. And that's the best we can do. That's it. And
1: to be, to be of service. And
0: Yo, someone just said, hi, Hamish.
1: Hey. Kimberly
0: Frontino. I don't know. Hi, you Kimberly. You want to see something crazy? What? All right, guys. I want you to tell us where you're at. Right now, in the world. I don't know. No, just tell me where you're at in the world right now. I want to. I'm going to show Hamish. So you don't. Hey, you Las, don't meditate. Las Vegas. I. I. Las Vegas. Look at look, look at this watch.
1: I. I. I need my glasses. I can't read that without my glasses. You can't see anything. It's very
0: very blurry, especially screens. I have real trouble with the screens without my glasses. South Africa, Newcastle, Missouri, Boston, Ohio, Chicago, Detroit, New Hampshire, Santa Clarita, New Zealand, uh, England, South Africa, Detroit, Chicago, Missouri, Australia. I almost don't believe it. Ohio, Ireland, Louisiana. If it's my people. I mean, it's going so.
1: If it's my people, they're putting you on. (laughs) We do that. We have like a a roll call and like the first 10 will be legit. And then the, the the yeah, Mongolia, uh, East Timor. Is that, get, so
0: that's a thing that people Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's fun. Uh, okay.
0: But, but again, it's... it's
1: I did know. I, I, back to your question about as an optimist, I fully... So believe, are you guys
0: lying or what?
1: I believe that, that human beings at the end of the day are beautiful lying. creatures of God. And that when when the that we're just going through a phase now where we need to be able to let the train go off the cliff. It's it's like the it's that I believe that we live on a world of alcoholism. Yeah, I think all the think decisions being made are are done on in alcoholic haze. Yeah, but can do... I give
2: you my little take on God? Sure, since please, everyone yeah. else heard theirs. Yeah. Yes, please. Hold on, hold so on, on, guys, I'm not. We're gonna hear
0: Billy's take on God. Are you ready?
2: I'm not a well-read person, and I don't know the Bible, but I have done a fair amount of reading. And I read this book called The Kabbalian. Not The Kabbalah, but The Kabbalian it's Hermetic Teaching. It's okay. a very short little book. And it was passed down by initiates through... They didn't write because they were a secret society. From the Egyptian days. So anyway... They say that God... The best way to describe God is that we, the universe, is an image or a dream in God's mind. And then I thought... In the Bible, it says we're made in God's image. And then I thought, image, imagination. And the reason that we are like demigods or little gods or we have God power is because we have the power of imagination. So we can create in our minds, just like God is an intelligent force that's creating in his mind us. We also have the ability to do that. And... I think we could go further with it yes. if we practiced. And I love that idea because it mind-powered disease, mind-powered solution, blah, 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 blah. And I lo- it really tickles my, you know, my brain to think about it. And it also kind of lifts me out of this when Absolutely. I start to think about it. And I start to kind of float into... Whatever, it's so that's my little take on it.
1: Well, ima- imagine that it. it uh, see, I'm right there on the same page with you. I think
2: one of our challenges. With, well, like I said, creativity because it's kind of in the same vein, absolutely. right? Creation, creativity, imagination. It's creating.
1: well God gave us the power to create this uh, our reality. Uh, it's pretty clear. And
0: what I think one of the things that we're not truly. Yeah, a, you don't need to get sober. No. It's all good. This person's like, you guys are amazing, but like if you're not an alcoholic, you don't need to get started. You might have,
1: you've just searched for your, everyone's got a trauma they can overcome. That's the secret. Wow. So so I heard this interesting thing that, that this is the difference between religion and spirituality. And I thought it was pretty interesting. Basically, religion is pre-trauma. Spirituality is post-trauma. Because at the trauma point, you have to grasp. What's pre-trauma? <laughs> like someone has, everyone has a traumatic experience yes. in their life. So pre-trauma <laughs> is, is religion, okay. which is just man's idea about what God is or isn't and the way at a path to God and, and, and the books and the whole thing, the trauma dealing with the trauma, when you grasp God, you get an intimate understanding of what God is for you. Mm. And that is spirituality
2: yeah, so have you had to deal with a lot of trauma?
1: I I mean, as an alcoholic, I mean, just
2: the base. For me, it was alcohol. Well, I mean, like childhood or whatever it is. No, or- I
1: never had anything truly happen to me, and in, 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 like abuse or anything like that. I think, for me, I think that I've always been very in tune to the, uh, the ecosystem of our planet. I grew up in the Santa Cruz Mountains, so I grew up in, in ancient red... F- an, uh, stumps of an ancient redwood forest that always resonate with me. I'm a very much about trees and old growth forests, and I think I think like many who focus on envir- the environment as an as a life issue, our trauma is with that. Well, it's horrifying? It's horrifying. Yeah, I, I I I weep. Med. I, I stopped weeping many years ago, but like.
2: I almost don't like to even think about it because it's just too overwhelmingly. You know.
1: I, I mean, I had to, again, as, as, uh, as I was up in the, uh, up in the, uh, again, that's ego, right? In in that sense is when I was a big tree activist, I used to be a pretty heavy duty, like, uh, tree activist in the nineties up in Oregon and, there was a lot going on in the nineties and they were clear cutting a lot of old growth forests and doing all that kind of stuff. It was very traumatic because when you speak the speak tree, I can speak tree (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you hear the screaming trees as they're falling to their death, being cut Mm -hmm. by chainsaws. It's very, it's very horrifying. There's like a, a Holocaust of trees and ecosystems. And so experiencing all that, I was about to turn very much towards the way of Dr. Ted you know, and become a, an eco-terrorist. And I was about to go very violent in that direction. And, and so I was in an old-growth forest, and I was sitting there, and I was contemplating all these, these dark thoughts. And the trees spoke, this, this grove of old-growth trees now. spoke to me. Hi, bye, it's very nice to me. I'll see you again. Yeah, see you guys. I was speaking to these old-growth trees, and they said, not in my name and i was like i i was like what what do you mean not my man they're like you're not going to harm other human beings in our name that's you and you need to know if you inflict any violence on anybody or anything it's not in the name of us it's in the name of you it was my first true moment of like understanding that that my perception of the environment was based upon my ego and the trees of were telling me that they've like, look, we've been through fires. We've been through volcanoes. We've been through cataclysms. You don't need to go hurt anybody in our name, because if you do that, it's in your name. And it was this like the moment I sort of like. I want to say something died. It was more like something was born it's, I, I made peace with my darkness it was one of my steps of making peace with the serial killer inside Just before of
2: me for sobriety oh
1: yeah and and then I I fell into alcoholism after that because uh, you know I had some pretty heavy scenes go on with the feds up there and, and stuff and you know I uh I uh yeah like that 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 act they they talk a lot about it as activists have a, a high suicide rate and a high alcoholism rate because of the trauma of experiencing this thing of, of destruction and death of these flora and fauna that you get to know on a very intimate level. There's nothing more traumatic than being a friend of the forest. And then that forest to be eliminated from the face of the earth, it's horrifying. And so, yeah, it led me to alcoholism because I couldn't, cause I had, cause I had, decided I wasn't going to be a perpetrator of violence, but I hadn't solved the riddle inside of myself. And I don't there, I don't get to solve that riddle till I get sober and I'm, and, and do my work with Joe Shaughnessy from, you remember Joe from primetime and about, you know, I was doing a lot of work in the, uh, about in, uh, the course of miracles and all that kind of stuff. And I was sitting up on the top of the mountains up here and I was looking at this flower this beautiful flower, and right next to it was a a Nature Valley granola bar wrapper, the sparkly green one. And I was practicing not putting labels on things and just accepting them for what they are and and noticing their colors and shapes, and I was doing one of these exercises. So I see this flower, and I see this sparkly, beautiful Nature Valley granola bar wrapper just glistening in the thing, And, and it dawns on me that both of these items are of this planet that the nature Valley granola bar wrapper didn't come from outer space. It came from the same planet that this beautiful flower came on. And I accepted the beauty of the nature Valley granola bar wrapper. in it's just purity as just what it was, not that it was litter or it had any labels. It was just this beautiful sparkling green thing. And it didn't take away any beauty from this natural flower growing out of this rock. They were both beauty in their earthliness And i look up over the san fernando valley and i saw the same thing because up there i was up on top of uh top of the world up there you could see all the preserved land cutting across you know by by malibu canyon over into all of that stuff up into rockadine and all that and over under those to reporter ranch and all the mountains off into the horizon And then you could see the valley and all the buildings popping up out of the forest, the trees down there. And it used to be a a desert grassland and now it's a forest. And there's these buildings popping up out of there. And I realized how beautiful it was because it came from the earth. It didn't come from outer space. It was just a manifestation of it. Because I was no longer identifying one as, as beautiful and one as ugly. I was just identifying them as is intricacies of the planet I inhabit or the dimension I inhabit. And it was at that moment I had the like aha and I truly made peace with my perception of my egos telling me that that, that one versus the other and they are in conflict. They became Symbiotic. All of a sudden, now that don't get me wrong, I'd rather live in a in a in a world of well.
2: Well, that's my fantasy that we will someday get there where technology and forest and all things will live harmoniously together. That we'll get to the point where we'll make that happen. That's well, my fantasy. My-
1: but it's not. It's 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 it's, it's happening in, 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 at the same time. So I was up in the Bay Area. So when I was a kid, I grew up in the Santa Cruz Mountains until like I was in high school and moved down here. So, that, so what, what is now Highway, Highway Skyline Boulevard from San Francisco to Santa Cruz there along the top of the mountains used to just be whatever. Now it's all preserved open spaces, right? It's all protected lands. So I hiked down into this forest a couple days ago. And, and you're in this forest, it's a second growth forest, but the old logging roads melting back into the thing. It's now it's a single track path and you're in this forest, it's all regrowing. And you realize that the forest and the ecosystem is stronger than we'll ever be. And it's only our hubris and our folly that says that, that, that the, the planet's dependent upon us. We're dependent upon the planet. And, it, and it's this thing of accepting that, that it's going to do what it does. And in fact, it doesn't care, but it loves us at the same time. It'll clothe us. It'll feed us. It'll provide us drinking water. It'll provide us lumber to build houses with. But at the same time, it'll send a bear and it'll eat you. You know what I mean? Like, like people, as a surfer, I used to like, idolized our coastline of like what it must have been before like the Spaniards came and it was in its natural thing. And I remember I was, we were tripping on acid. My buddy's like, we were, t- I was like, t- oh man, imagine all this before everybody got here. And he'd be like, he'd be like, you, you mean when the, there was like great white sharks in the water and, and this was like an active like fishery and there was like bears and, and all sorts of animals that would eat you. and go, you wouldn't last two seconds here in your idealized version of of reality and I it kind of like hit me even in my youth of like we view nature as this peaceful thing because it's been tamed, but nature left on its own will eat us in a heartbeat and and, and the balance is again accepting that nature's a brutal killer the ask a, ask a, ask a, a seedling underneath a tree fighting for sunlight to survive dude like the trees are battling. That's why I love that one Rush song about the trees fighting each other in war in slow motion. Like, like you look at like the movement of grasslands and, and ecosystems changing. The ecosystems are always at war with each other, trying to, to, to encroach on each other's land and take each other's space. And, you know, the, the bear eats the salmon. Somehow people think that, yeah, it's beautiful. The, the grizzly bear is eating the salmon. Well, if you're the salmon, it's a pretty horrific experience, man. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like we idealize this viciousness and, and think that we're not part of it, that we're not doing the same thing as the grizzly bear is doing to the salmon. And, and, and I think until we make peace with nature, we're always going to try. We're, all, we're just going to allow it to be this, this idealized thing, which is harming it more than anything. I think the hippy-dippy approach to the environmental movement is actually destroying the environment between you and me. I mean, the, I, there's, I don't see anything more dangerous than the advent of the electric car without the Tesla coil, man.
0: Wait, wait, what?
2: Yeah, but maybe that will go to the next version and the next version and we'll improve.
1: But again, I, I think what we're, but us as, as human beings
0: are constantly just jumping sharks. Hold oh, wow. on. So basically what you're saying, see but okay, so what you what you just said at the everything you said was so amazing and I agree with like all of it, right? But then at the very end you like contradicted yourself, right? Because let me let me let me have my little picture. Sure, sure. Okay, so basically what he's saying is we have this idea of what it's supposed to look like, right? And the man-made things don't really fit into with the flower, but they are mm-hmm. there. It's all the buildings and the streets. It, it's all. It all came from the earth, mm-hmm. so it's not like necessarily a bad thing. Okay, so by that rationale, that this is just evolution playing playing itself sure. out. So is the Tesla, but then, but then at the very end, you kind of brought. You said. There's nothing worse than the Tesla, but that's just evolution. I I will
1: never refer to that vehicle as that because it's a a PSYOP to remove Nikola Tesla's name from the forefront of technology. I will refer to it as Elon Musk's vehicle. Just so we're, we're clear, I'm very one of the things I, I'm super serious about is. Well, you're is not
0: the, whether or not you call it whatever it is, isn't going to change anything.
1: Oh, no, it, it is because Nikola Tesla's technology is the answer. Oh, and, and, no, but I'm and saying... what Elon Musk is 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 putting our future ch- children at risk of not knowing who Nikola Tesla is. Mm. And, and Nikola Tesla has the answer because, as, as a dude who's really like looked at this stuff pretty in depthly is is electrical vehicles are probably the most environmentally destructive thing on a mass scale that possibly is heading down the pipeline for the inhabitants of this planet. Why? The battery technology, which is an abomination to Nikola Tesla's ultimate technology. Wow. Is because the level of extraction you're gonna have to get for the rare earth minerals to build all these batteries for all these cars. far outweighs the already footprint of extracting petroleum products. And I'm an anti-petroleum product. Plus,
2: what do you do with the batteries when they're done? Well, again,
1: one of the main things is the battery is is going to require new extraction zones on the planet, which means more environmental destruction, more indigenous people. What is lithium? Lithium, ion. Uh, But what is what bolivia <clears throat> bolivia so yeah they're gonna have to mine all this stuff
0: but at the second point of fuck are we no but the to other even comment what would elon musk say if he was sitting right there i would i would straight call him a fraud right to his face okay that's great but what would he say
1: he would he would might actually twitch Because he said that he said... No,
0: no, no. I'm saying, what would his... Because I'm on to
1: him. One of my big dudes I'm after is
0: Elon Musk. He's a fraud. Right. So, But he would have no defense against the mineral thing? He's obviously saying... Well, he
2: could be trying to work out something better.
0: No, no, no. Right now, a guy like Elon Musk who claims to be for the environment, right? He doesn't claim to be for the environment. No, Uh it's
2: true. They will have to mind this well so, and, so and the other and the
1: other thing that no one's looking at is uh, and i have a i can bring this all back around i will i will say right now i have driven elon musk's vehicles and they're rad right they're they're those electric engines will always be po- more powerful than internal combustion engines that's science science like i don't believe in, in internal combustion engines have any relevance on this planet and in fact i like the engine thing, what I, don't, what I don't like is the batteries and the transmission of electricity through copper wires. That is, that is archaic technology. That is cowboy technology. That is 1800s technology. One of the most inefficient ways to move electricity, regardless of how you're making the electricity. Someone
0: just asked, when are you guys going to have Joe Rogan on? <laughs> next week I fucking wish
1: so so one of the most inefficient ways to move electricity is through copper wires if you check out how much power is lost from bleeding out of of inefficient copper wires so you're seeing there's better okay if you get to the whole concept of Nikola Tesla and his technology was you. that there's enough energy in the ether between you and me to power the universe so if you look at what, what his, all of his stuff was about, remote controls, x-rays, it was all
2: about tapping in yeah, to yeah. the energy uh, I field. understand, but did he, uh, he never got it to a point where he could actually utilize it, or wouldn't we be doing it? He was, he was us- utilizing it. Remember, that's that, that big transmission
1: statement's about. that's The stations are about. You see the, the thing he did on the East Coast. I forget what the name of it is. He was, that's, but that's when you get it all. That's when the lab blows up. That's when the intervention, because Nikola Tesla didn't want to make money on it. He wanted to give it to humanity. That's when he's, bump, he's battling Edison.
2: So you think capitalism destroyed it? I'm a
1: firm believer that, that, that one of the things truly locking humanity in a state of bondage is the united states patent office i believe that the patent office ought to be ripped open and the technology distributed right now
2: well i'm with you in a lot of ways like i do think we need to we need to change things some systems they need to be completely redesigned but then there's going to be problems there and you know it's working
1: well, I, I, th- I think that this... what I, I guess the whole premise of how we got here was saying me basically saying that the environmentalists are doing more damage to the, to the planet by their ill-conceived ideas.
2: Right, right. We're just trading one for another.
1: And I think we're trading a more dangerous one for another because the grid can't handle everybody having electrical... Why can't electrical we use grid.
2: magnetic energy or something?
1: Again, I, I think the answer lies in, in Nikola Tesla's tesla coils i think that i have been saying that if elon musk was a legit dude everyone who owned uh, one of his vehicles would get a tesla coil to plug into the side eventually and that would be it game over but that doesn't seem to be when you look into his earthlink satellite program and his, his neural chip implant stuff but if
2: tesla's tesla's thing was real and legitimate wouldn't somebody capitalize on that it's I mean, somebody take over his work and and sell it. I I think
1: he's a, I think he's a pretender, dude. I think he's one of the dudes perpetrating. When you look into the Earthlink satellite stuff, it's pretty alarming.
2: Oh, Elon. Elon. You no, know, yeah. I get it. I get it. What you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I I think he's a definite danger to humanity. Like for sure. But you know, I'm a I'm a crackpot, dude. I don't know. I'm willing, I'm, hey,
2: like to go back to a really. I'm willing to be wrong. Well, my theory is that before um, industrialization and farming and all this was the pinnacle of humanity, and now we're devolving. Absolutely, we evolved, and now we're devolving.
1: I, I, I chart the, the peak to, to American society in the '90s somewhere. I think before 9/11, like it was pretty carefree and footloose, and happened. but we were still destroying the environment. So I think almost that the environmental movement, because I was very active then, was was probably more doing more proactively then than now. Now it's all just been shuffled into this climate thing. That's that's a scam.
0: Yeah, I'm out of space here. All
2: right, well, all right, guys. It was it was fun. On,
1: on that note, <laughs> but wait, real quick, we're though. running out of space here. Yeah, no,
0: this is a long one. But, but real quick, can I ask you why did, do you think he named it Tesla?
1: Um, if you go do a Google search right now and you type in Tesla, a car comes to the top of the search, not <laughs> Nikola Tesla.
0: No. Why did Elon name his car Tesla? So when you go do a Google search, a
1: car comes to the top of the search versus Nikola oh, Tesla. He wanted to like get rid of that technology. He's trying to remove Nikola Tesla's <clears throat> identity. Why? So that he does so that the technology is remains stuck in the past. Why? Because the technology frees us. Because everything uh, the whole currency system and the whole bondage, the whole system of lack is based upon control of energy. The minute you invoke Nikola Tesla's energy, it's free.
0: Yeah, and that should have happened
1: 100 years ago. Absolutely.
0: The fact we're we're still monkeying around is crazy. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and uh, hey, look, there's a lot. You know a lot. I don't really I just did. I know, but like this is we could do this all night long, for sure, but we're at two and a half, so wow, we did two and a half hours, yeah so, I, f- so for me to upload that <laughs> take it if it if it no that's it's not even that, it's just the site I use I get it. it has to be a certain amount size, and two and a half is right at that oh uh, okay, no max. Worries, but-
1: but on the final note, like I, I'm way into what you're doing. I
0: love it. Thank you, and I, I hope you can come every Monday. Oh, I'm I'm, down.
1: I'm hanging out.
0: Yeah, and then we we'll, we can do this more. Uh, I mean, this
1: you is. Need
2: to bring your kid because.
1: No, I didn't. Yeah, kid. I'm gonna bring my wife, man. Hell yeah! Anyway. All right, cool, guys. Thank All you. Right, thanks.